when the McAllister family left on their Christmas vacation. Did we miss the flight? No, you just made it. Yeah! They forgot one small thing. Have yourself. I terrible feeling. Did you lock up? Yeah. Do we set the timers on the lights? Mm-hmm. What else could we be forgetting? Our troubles will be ours. Kevin! Ah! Home alone. Police in the northern suburbs are on the lookout for a pair of burglars who are calling themselves the Wet Bandits. We know that you're in there. It's Santa Claus and his elf. Get off my property. This is my house. I have to defend it. Where's your mother? My mom's in the car. Where's your father? He's at work. What about your brothers and sisters? I'm an only child. Where do you live? I can't tell you that. Why not? Because you're a stranger. He's a kid. I mean, what can a kid do to us? Kids are stupid. I know I was. You still are, Mark. This is it. Ow! I don't care if I have to get out on your runway and hitchhike. I am going to get home to my son. Take your shoes off. Why do you dress like a chicken? Gus Polinski, Polka King of the Midwest. If you have to get to Chicago, we'll gladly drive you there. Hey, guys. Yesterday, he was just a kid. But tonight, he's a home security system. You guys give up or you're thirsty for more? From John Hughes. You know, I got a feeling this is going to be your best Christmas ever. A family comedy without the family. Home alone. Are you here all alone? I'm eight years old. You think I'd be here alone? I don't think so. Directed by Chris Columbus, coming November 16th. to record a Christmas <laughs> album. <laughs> starting we are officially starting this podcast i feel like we're both little now nah we're good we want to be right in the middle we're the the audio's been good the last couple okay i I feel like i was kind of quiet for some of it but that's fine i need to hold the mic closer yep um how you doing alex you know what i'm doing pretty good hey he's alex carter i'm tom mcgrain who are you Last time I checked, I'm Alex Carter. <laughs> That's what I thought. Yep. And this is Let's, Let's Ruin, ruin our, our Childhood. childhood. Uh, one we thing we found, we found out since the last podcast is that we were actually had a little write-up in the uh, audio club. Yeah, the AV club. The AV club, yeah. The, the subsidiary of The Onion. Yes. Which is pretty sweet. Yep, they did a little blurb about the live uh, crossover episode with the Nostalgic Front at Beast Village. Yeah, and it was very positive. And it was really fucking cool. Yeah, it was. They kind of just explained what our podcasts were and said, hey, good job. Yeah. <laughs> I'll I, take it. Yeah. Absolutely. 
so sweet. Yeah, I was really confused. As I was surprised, I guess, at, at uh, the fact that the live podcast was like doing way better as far as downloads go. Than the yeah, rest. we I'm had like, no huh, idea. That's so weird because it came out October like 23rd. Yeah. So it was a few weeks ago. I'm like, oh, cool. Anyways, yay for us. Yes, sir. And if you're listening to this podcast because of that, that's really fucking cool. Yay for you. Uh-huh. Oh, Speaking Alex. of yay for you, are you guys ready for this holiday treat we have coming for you? <laughs> I'm ready. Uh, we decided to watch the holiday classic, Home Alone. Home Alone. 1990. And I would say this movie is, is kind of cheating for us. Maybe maybe not for you. Yeah, Alex. oh no, I've seen this movie so many times. Yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure I watched this movie last year. Yeah, but I haven't sat down and like watched the entire thing straight through no me either i just see chunk 20 minute chunks here and there but i'm aware of every second of this movie yeah much like teen wolf but i've watched it much more recently yes there were no no big like surprises watching this like oh yeah i forgot like no 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 not a single thing even like facial expressions and stuff it's weird although i it's it's been a little while since i well i mean I was able to feel like it has aged more since the last time I saw it. It, se- it seemed, it, it felt very, I mean, it's a very 90s movie. Oh, very much looks so. Looks wise. Yes. Extremely. But it just seemed, I don't know, maybe it was Macaulay Cul- Culkin. What, you, this come out in 90? 1990, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, it just felt a little um, older and, and dumber, I guess. Uh, <laughs> my family did not, this was a movie my family, I owned it. I got to watch it, but I know that my parents weren't a big fan of this movie. Really? I, I don't think my significantly older sisters were big fans of it either. Because you think about this movie, if you're an eight-year-old kid, and I would have been, when this came out, I would have just, I was just about to turn nine. Yeah, so you're Kevin McAllister's age. Exactly. Yeah. And I loved this movie. Yeah. And I think that's what it was, is I, I realized how much of this movie was totally aimed right at little kids. Oh, for sure. Yeah, because I'm much older now, obviously. Yes. So I'm like, oh, right. Yes. Him running around, waving his arms in the air, screaming. Uh, how many times does he do that scream in this? I've, that's one thing where I was like, Ooh. oh, I didn't realize. I mean, I did realize, but he does that, ah! Oh, uh, yes. Ten times? Yes. And that was another thing. Like some of these other movies we watch, where it's very much time and place. This was a, you, you just can't explain it. This was a, a phenomenon. Like Macaulay Culkin, because this, well, this, this, this is what was, blew him up. Because he was in Uncle Buck before. This is why us. they made Uncle Buck is why they made this. Yeah, because he was like this little phenom. Like who is that adorable little boy? That is so can, can like, so great at being sarcastic and oh, yeah. Oh, God. I don't know about great. I, I mean. In Uncle Buck, when he makes some those giant pancakes, Uncle yes. Buck is a movie we should probably. Oh, do. I know. I love. Although that it's movie. so good, but I haven't seen it in a really long time. Here's a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> Go downtown and have a rat and all that thing off your face. Love that line. One of my ex girlfriends said that to a human being, and I was like, um, "She's like, you never defend me." I was like, yeah, because you're an asshole. <laughs> you just said that to a person with a huge thing on their face. 
Back her up on that one. <laughs> yes, no, I wasn't. That was a specific incident. It was a, my ex-girlfriend long ago. Listeners, if there's any ex-girlfriends listening to this, it was probably long, long ago. Um, uh, we watched Home Alone. Yeah, I was saying my family didn't. My family did not approve of the uh, the violence, the violence, the cartoonish violence with real people being perpetrated by. An eight-year-old kid, yeah, which I was exactly at right, the time, right in your wheelhouse, yeah. And I think it was kind of like because I used to have a joke about this movie. I still do, I guess. I never, <laughs> I don't remember exactly <laughs> how it goes. And every, I'm not the only person that's done it, but the more realistic title for Home Alone would be "Everyone Is Dead." <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, it would be "Everyone Is Dead." Yeah, uh, the robbers got killed. With one of his many silly schemes. Sure. Or if one of them survived, they certainly murdered <laughs> him. Ripped him apart. <laughs> yes. Like a loaf yes. of bread. Yes. <laughs> yes. So. Uh, I remember my family like went to this on like Thanksgiving, I think. I'm it pretty a, sure. It was a big family event. Yeah. We went to the theater in Ames. And oh boy, we loved that movie. My dad. Oh, I remember, I my, I remember seeing my dad. I don't think I ever saw my dad laugh that hard at a movie. Yeah, yeah. Than seeing Home Alone in the theater with the family. So that's how that, I'll always remember it for that reason. This would have been a birthday movie for me. I'm pretty sure because I <laughs> a birthday. What does that mean? I mean, it's a movie I went to see on my birthday, Alex. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it was t- your birthday. What, it was my two birthday days ago? on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. I am old. Weird. Turned thirty six. My God. Thirty six is a good year. Thirty six is a it's a weird feeling. Yep. It's weirder than thirty five. Yeah, because now you're in the sec. Now you're right in the second half of the thirties. Yeah, which is like, oh, I can't. I'm out of the eighteen to thirty five range. Yeah, of no, youth. No, no I'm not cares. the direct. Yeah, no. I'm not who they're aiming at anymore. No, I'm outside the target. Oh boy. Um. Well, should we begin? Let us begin. Uh, this movie was produced by John Hughes, King of the 80s. Yeah. And directed, King of the Chicago suburbs. Yes. Jesus. And directed by Christopher Columbus, also an 80s king, also director of the first few Harry Potter movies. And world explorer that found America. Correct. Mm-hmm. And found, uh, Alex, people were already here. You mean exploited America and never actually landed on it. He was a real jerk. He sure was, that Christopher Columbus. Good thing he made this movie and made up for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, John Williams scored this movie. I, thought that was I didn't saying. remember that it was John Williams, but when I started watching it, I'm like, I oh. I'm like, the first bar, you're like, oh, yep. Yeah. I'm like, God, I forgot. Like The, the music is really, really, really good. And I'm like, yes. is John Williams in this? Says John yeah. Williams. I'm like, yeah. oh, of course, it has to be. I think people probably kind of sleep on this as far as like John Williams' best scores, like you know, Raiders and Star Wars and blah blah. Jaws. blah. Yeah, and you forget. Yeah. yeah. Fucking Home Alone is right up there. Yum 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 yum. The movie opens. Uh, by the way, I would say I did find a Blu-ray of this movie, Alex, yeah. at Video Warehouse. In fact, they had two copies on Blu-ray, along with Home Alone 2, which we had discussed doing, but I don't think I've ever seen the entirety of in one sitting. Uh, I didn't go see it in the theater. I don't know why. 
I'm surprised at being disappointed by it. How many are there in total? Like five now? There's they switched kids and three. Yeah, and I think there's there could be well over five, like a bunch of straight to video yeah, garbage. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Uh, what was I saying? It doesn't matter. We open on a bustling house with a cop in the foyer. Yes, trying to find an adult to talk to. Yep. Um. Then we cut to the mom on the phone talking to someone. We don't know who she's talking to, but she explains that they're going to Paris because someone has moved to Paris and the whole family's going to go there because they can all be together. Yeah. And her husband's brother is in town. And he's a real asshole. That's he Frank. He is a real asshole. Frank McAllister sucks. Well, this entire family sucks. True. Yeah. That is true. There's a reason he doesn't want a family anymore. Yeah, I wouldn't he's either. terrible, and the family members are all terrible. They're all terrible. They really are. They fight and bicker nonstop. Yes. They don't really seem to care. It's just they just seem like asshole people. Yeah, except mom later. Uh, yeah, mom in the end. I but guess. even dad. Wow, Dad's we're is not very <laughs> dad is so indifferent when he <laughs> finds out Kevin is lost. He's like, oh yeah, we better call the cops. Is he dead? I hope he's dead. No, wrong. <laughs> uh, and as mom is on the phone, Kevin walks up to mom's room and he's like, Mom, Uncle Frank won't let me watch the movie. And all the other kids get to watch, but not me. And this is the movie, the fake movie made for this movie that yeah. might be as iconic as this movie is. Yeah, at this point. And I forget what it's called. Angels with dirty souls. Angels with filthy souls. Angels with filthy souls. And, yeah, won't let him watch the movie. It's not even rated R. Kevin is upset. And Mom says, if Uncle Frank says no, it must be really bad. Kevin is a troublemaker. Yeah. Not, I mean, like, he's not innocent in all of this. No, he's, like, yelling at his mom and, like, complaining. and Yeah. Being like just being a real shithead kid. Yes, he is. Like everyone's running around trying to get ready, and he's like bitching and moaning about stuff. And then his mom says he has to pack yeah. his suitcase, and he freaks out. He's I like, have to pack my suitcase. And they do like a close up on his face, and it's like one of the close mini close up shots in this movie of his face where he says in line. Yes, he's like staring goes, down the barrel, I dead have center, to yeah. pack my suitcase. Uh, yeah. He doesn't yell. <laughs> but it's still like, what? Who? Okay. And then he's at, I don't know if he's acting like it or he genuinely means it. He doesn't know how to pack no, his No, he suitcase. says, I've never had to do that before. Yeah. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And then they start calling him like an idiot and a moron. Yeah. And it's, They're all really, really mean. Yes. And his actual sister calls him le incompetent. <laughs> yeah. She uses some French words. And then he's told he's got to sleep with Fuller, who is played by his brother in real life, exactly Kieran brother. Culkin. Yep. Fuller is his cousin. And he says, Mom, if I have to sleep with Fuller, if he drinks anything, he's going to wet the bed. Yeah. So upsetting. But, uh, yeah, he asked, he asked his brother Buzz, who's a real dickhead. Have you seen a picture? I, I saw uh, uh, the, the gal I watched this movie with. Just now, Googled. Oh, what Buzz Googled, looks like now? 
I meant to look that up. <laughs> he, not good. Well, he's. I mean, he's at. He looks like an adult Buzz. <laughs> only, <laughs> only like a lot fatter. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, I gotta do this with a little, little bit of facial hair that's not working out for him too well. Oh boy. So he does. He has to sleep with Buzz. Alex is gonna look up what Buzz looks like now for your entertainment. <laughs> uh, Buzz says, "I wouldn't let you sleep in my room if you were growing on my ass." Sick which, burn. Which is one of the few cuss words oh, in the movie. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Not looking good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is no bueno. Hey, guys. No. Uh, go to Google. Type in Buzz from Home Alone. That's all you have to type in. <laughs> and get ready to laugh. Shouldn't have been talking shit, Buzz. Things did not work out well for no. you, my friend. Well, Google Macaulay Culkin in his 30s. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's and true. And he won't, the, the result isn't much better. Just a lot skinnier. Yeah. So he asked Buzz if he can stay in his room. And Buzz is absolutely not. And they catch a glimpse of the, the neighbor, old man Marley. Yeah. Is salting the sidewalk and shoveling. And Buzz tells a little story. And he says, have you guys heard of the? South Bend Shovel Slayer. It's like, uh, blah, blah, blah. They never found the bodies. Every night he's salting the sidewalks. And he said he's doing it from his huge garbage can in a very scary way. Yeah. It makes sense that everyone is afraid of old man Marley. Yeah. Because he's got a creepy-ass garbage can quietly shoveling the sidewalk. And Buzz tells Kevin and one of their cousins, I think, that... uh. That he's murdered a bunch of people and he stores them in salt. Yeah, salt them. and yep. it mummifies them. So yep. there's that. From this point forward, we are quite frightened of old man Marley. I remember when I first saw this, thinking that he was kind of a scary character. He absolutely is. I was 14 when this came out, so I shouldn't have been that scared. We uh, we looked up the synopsis of Home Alone two. It is. I don't know that I've ever seen it all the way th- all the way through, and I've said that already, but. Uh, it's exactly the same movie. This is how movies used to work. Yeah. Is that if if the original movie was massively popular, right. a sequel is getting made, and it will be exactly the same. As close as, as it can possibly yeah. be without like, being... It's different. We're in a different right. place. Oh, look. We, we went to New York, and then we lost them. But it's the exact same movie. Oh, and guess who Look else? at how little guess, I am. Guess who happens you. to be there. Don't worry about it. Sir. When I say little, yeah, I won't. They'll know because when I say it, whatever. Okay. Uh, pizza delivery kid shows up. He hits the statue. He comes roaring in the driveway. He really, like, roaring in. Like, you don't, like, I guess, but this is back in the day when it's half hour or it's free. Yeah, that, on the side of the, of the car said 20 minutes or you don't pay. Yeah. So the kid comes hauling ass into the driveway. He does. He hits the little statue off. He comes running out of the car, puts it back up. Little Nero's Pizza. Yep. Uh, Joe Pesci is inside. He's the cop. He's, yeah, he's, he's still staying there trying to get someone's attention. And all, all he's been talking to is kids. And now the pizza has shown up, and, and Frank grabs all the pizzas. And he, but he's not the guy they're looking for. And then finally, Mr. McAllister walks down the stairs. Yeah. And Joe Pesci is like, blah, blah, blah. There's a lot of burglaries this time of year. Mm, just wondering what you guys are doing. Right. 
Hmm. Oh, wink, wink. <laughs> and then he walks away. Um. Nobody. The pizzas are one hundred and twenty-two fifty for ten pizzas in nineteen ninety. Yeah. That seems kind of outrageous to me. What also seemed outrageous to me was that the kid uh, that was playing the uh, pizza guy seemed like this was the first time he'd ever attempted acting. <laughs> yes. There's a couple people yeah. in this movie that's like, were you just standing by and they're like, hey, <laughs> come over here and say this. It was it was a lot like alarmingly alarmingly like. But you know Whoa. they do that in like Coen Brothers movies, like in No Country for Old Men. Yeah, like that big fat lady. Yeah, and she's like, I, I, I'm not allowed to do that. There's only two rooms, but she's great because yes. that's what all she ever says in real life. You yeah. feel like, like, oh, they found a lady that worked this weird ass hotel, and they're like, <laughs> she's like, I can't tell you who stays in that room, and I'm very nervous, so my <laughs> acting seems bad, but that's okay. <laughs> like, yeah. Some, yeah, there's people in this movie that are not great. Um, uh, the pizza is there. <laughs> Kevin, we're, getting, we're, we're not in the meat of this movie, and I wrote so much down for the beginning. I was like, we got to get, we got to set up this intricate plot, Alex. Yes. Oh, yeah, so <laughs> intricate. It's a very complex, nuanced yes. plot yes. that you really got to think about as you watch. You do. You really got oh, a lot, man. Uh, for your a lot brain of depth. to chew on. Yeah. And if you don't know going in, if you don't know how long the pizza guy took or that Joe Pesci was the cop, you're going to be lost. And I guarantee you, no one listening to this has not seen this movie. Everyone, Everyone has seen this movie. Everyone. Yes. Well, Eight-year-olds now have seen this movie. The whole, like, Kevin, you know, slapping his face and, ah, like, that was such a phenomenon. I mean, everyone, every character on TV was doing it. it was, there was, like, news stories about it. Kids in oh, school yeah. were doing it. It, it, it was everywhere. <laughs> yes. For, like, years. Ridiculously. So, and to watch this, not that, but it's kind of annoying. Yeah. N- yes. And, now it's just, like. It's jarring. It's also how many times, why does he do this so often? No wonder nobody likes him. He sucks. (laughs) His character sucks. Yes. Yes. Um, So, Kevin runs down the stairs screaming again, pizza, pizza, pizza. And he runs in. And they're eating pizza, and there's no cheese pizza. My God, what's he gonna do? Buzz somehow ate an entire pizza in four minutes. Yeah, two forty-eight seconds. I don't know. Yeah, two minutes tops. The pizza, the cheese pizza is gone, and that's all Kevin wanted. Yep. And Mom pays the pizza guy. <clears throat> Finally, one hundred twenty-two fifty. Tips him generously. He leaves. She talks to the cop and explains they're going to Paris. Blah blah blah. Somebody moved away, and they're going to go visit them so they can all be together, which is what she said on the phone, essentially. Uh, Kevin gets very mad at Buzz and tackles him. Yeah, because Buzz is like, oh, you want a piece of cheese pizza? Well, you have to get me to puke it up. Somebody's going to have to barf it up. Yeah. So he starts like like puking up pizza, sort of, or whatever, miming it. And Kevin goes apeshit and tackles him. Causing a whole scenario to unfold. Oh, I should drinks say. are spilled. Oh, many, many is, glasses of milk. Fuller is crushed behind a chair. He is head to wall. Mm-hmm. Um, previous, as Kevin is walking 
into the kitchen to eat pizza, he sees the cop's gleaming gold tooth. Oh, yeah. Kind of a plot point. That's why I went backwards, Alex. Yes. But I will move forward from there. And so, it's kind yeah. of, I mean, it was one of those big, like, you know, he smiles, and then you see a gold tooth and goes. it literally goes, goes ding. ding. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. we get it. Gold tooth. We'll remember that. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Gold tooth gleaming. It made the gleaming gold tooth sound. Ding. Uh, so he tackles Bug. Oh, I, this is why. I, I skipped a bunch of stuff. Oh, well. Oh, well. Not a bunch of stuff. Oh, well, it's fine. <clears throat> We're not even into. But we do learn uh, Frank, his uncle Frank says, look what you did, you little jerk. In a way that's like, if well, anyone's okay. uncle said this at a Christmas <laughs> to any kid, I don't care what the kid did. The kid could have accidentally killed the cat. Yeah. If his parents aren't saying it and the uncle is, everyone would be like, man, you're a fucking yeah, asshole. fucking lay off the kid. Jeez, yes, what is wrong with you? Yes, so after all He's that, eight. My God. All that shit spills like, all you know, pandemonium breaks out. And like, if you watch, you can see like uh, the dad like soaks up a bunch of the chocolate milk and, and Kevin's ticket gets grabbed and thrown in the garbage. I did not notice that. Yeah. There's nice. a thing on, on the internet last year that went around. And you can so if you're watching, you see oh here's his, you see his airline tickets being thrown away, uh-huh. and then buried under garbage, and then there's, there's oh that's why they mentioned later that the tickets were drying off in the microwave. Oh, so they threw one away and the rest were all wet. Ah, uh, gotcha. Ha ha, interesting. Yeah, so then at that point, that's when there's a slow pan, a slow pan. He goes. Uncle Frank shits all over him, and there's oh, yeah. a slow pan around the room, and everyone is looking at Kevin as if he just took a shit on the middle of the kitchen table. Yeah, or on like, or on like a crucifix. Yeah, <laughs> they actually <laughs> yes. wanted to murder him. They yes. were so mad, oh. like seething anger. Crazy. It, it was an oh, accident. Yeah. Brothers, what kind of brothers would get in a fight? Yes, especially when the older one is antagonizing. Yeah, Buzz gets off scot free, except he doesn't because karma catches up with him in 2017. Sure does. <laughs> yeah. Too bad guys, he was just an actor. Buzz does and not Buzz's age karma well. caught up caught up to the guy that played yes, Buzz. His character is so bad that the karma <laughs> jumped from the character to the actual person <laughs> and destroyed his life. Um So he is escorted to his room by his mother. She's explaining, like, oh, blah blah blah. No one else is being a jerk. No one else is doing whatever and he's like oh everyone in this family hates me she says oh maybe you should ask santa for a new family we could uh, one uh, right before that he called her a dummy or something like that he mocked her i don't remember calling her a dummy uh, i remember I, he, him he called her it's like see she said something it's like bye bye you dummy and i was like that mom should just slap him onto the ground right oh, now. Oh, dude. Like, what? I told my mom to shut up one time in front of my dad. <laughs> we don't need to talk about that. It, was, it wasn't like some weird. It wasn't that weird. But man, oh, man. He didn't do it again. No, sure as hell didn't. I was like, were my friends at my house? I don't remember, but I didn't know my dad was that strong. And then I was like, whoa, my dad is picking me up with one arm. This is crazy. What is happening right now? <laughs> yes. Is how I die? Yeah. I'm so young. <laughs> yeah. I was just kidding. Oh, man. <laughs> and I felt like my... Uh, yeah, I did. I told my mom to shut up. Oof. And my dad was like, whoop, picked me up by the, 
the, Nape the of your collar neck. of my sweatshirt or whatever I was wearing at the time. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, I'm floating. This is terrifying. <laughs> then he threw you on the roof of the house. <laughs> yeah. He took me outside and he threw me halfway across the earth. <laughs> I was like, oh, China is nice this time of year. And that's how Toll learned to never tell his mom to shut up. That is very true. <laughs> Kevin could have used a little bit of your dad's action there. He could have. Yeah. So he says, I, never, I hope I never see any of you jerks again. Yeah. And then he goes up to bed. He, he, also he said, gets sent up to the attic to sleep. He does. But he knew that's where he was going to sleep. Here's the thing. This is a very minor thing, but it's let's ruin our childhood. Nothing's too minor for this. He knew he was sleeping on a hide-a-bed with Fuller. So there's only, I assume, only one hide-a-bed in the house. And his mom is taking him to the attic door. Uh-huh. And he's like, the third floor. In their gigantic mansion. Yeah, it's a mansion. It's a straight-up Chicago suburb mansion. He's like, the third floor? He's like, yes. He's like, it's scary up there. But he knew that's where he was sleeping before. That kind of annoyed me. He's like, and then I got to sleep with Fuller. Fuller, what's the bed? Fuller is the kid played by his brother. Right. Who was seen earlier just drinking copious amounts of Pepsi. And making a silly (laughs) face. Yes, like, ooh, I'm going to piss all You know what I love? Wet in the bed. (laughs) 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 Which is exactly what I say to girls that spend the night at my house. (laughs) And I go, ugh, you know what I love? Wet in the bed. And you drink Pepsi and give them creepy stares. (laughs) Yes. Yep. Dating you sounds like a pretty good time. It really is. Believe me. Um. <laughs> so he gets in bed, he lays down, not that scared, and he says, I wish they would all just disappear. Yep. And then there's a very much like a, like the music yeah. changes. Ding, 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 it's like, oh, this is like, did, did God intervene here? Yes, because like all of a sudden this wind whips through and things intervene? are blowing away. Intervene. What did I say? I said intervene. I meant intervene or interfere. And Both I said are interfere. <laughs> That's wait. In, inter, oh, intervene. God, intervene Interf- or interfere. Yeah. I should I meant Let's not get intervene. hung up on this. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> uh, but like <laughs> stuff's blowing. Yeah. They, they zoom in on the on the wreath of the of the, the wreath. The that's a, one of the things I remember most about this Me movie. Me too. Because it's kind of creepy. Yeah. It also sort of looks like the neighbor. Yeah. In like, but it's like Santa Claus's face in this wreath. It's just a real. And it's kind of banging against the door, and a and a branch falls and knocks the power out. Yeah. Which was important. You see their um, alarm clocks go click to black. So you're thinking, oh no, they're not going to wake yeah. up in time. Correct. Cut to a bunch of vans in front of the McAllister's house. Airport shuttle. Airport shuttles and then one like electrician, whatever, mid-American energy van. Yeah. Whatever the power company is. Yeah. Yep. And the neighbor kid walks up to one of the vans with a very thick Chicago accent. Yeah. He's like, what do you got in here? (laughs) That's not Chicago. It's fine. Chicago. He's from Brooklyn. Chicago. Gag. Oh. And the driver has a very thick Chicago accent. And actually, it made me, I'm like, maybe they did get some of these people off the street. I hope so. Maybe the pizza delivery guy was from the street. He has another part in this movie, too. Not another part, but he's in the movie again. 
He kind of looked familiar to me too. What? The the pizza delivery kid comes back later. It was he was he working at the grocery store? <laughs> no, he's the same character. Oh. He's just back later. Oh. I didn't mean another part. No, I'm like, what? <laughs> what? He plays two characters. <laughs> Holy Later, shit. Later, he's wearing a wig. And he's like, oh, Kevin McAllister. He's actually, he's actually Kevin's mom. <laughs> it wasn't Ma- Maureen O'Hara. National <laughs> Catherine. Treasure. Catherine, Catherine O'Hara. O'Hara. Not Maureen, Jesus. Maureen O'Hara was in Gone, Gone with the Wind. With the wind. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let's watch that. That really ruined our childhood. Oh, it did ruin my childhood. <laughs> Just having to watch it. Oh, dude. Not to, oh, we're veering off, but my sister took a f- <laughs> one of my best friends and I to see Gone with the Wind when we were like 13, and the movie goes and goes and goes. How long is that movie? So fucking long. <laughs> and it gets to the intermission. Oh, yeah. And we and him look at each other and we go, thank God <laughs> this movie is over. No. Nope. And no, it wasn't. It was the intermission. Whatever. So the neighbor kid is annoying the van drivers. And what? Yes, he's annoying the van drivers, asking many questions in a very precocious way. It's like, oh, what kind of gas mileage is this yeah. kid? Blah, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. It seems very inconsequential in the, in the It moment. does, but it isn't. But it's not. Because they say uh, to one of the cousins... As they're all they're all freaking out. Well, but then we cut to the McAllister's bed, and it's, yes. they're obviously laying there sleeping. It's silent, and, and this is where both. Kevin gets it because Mom also overreacts. And he says, "We overslept." Yeah, jump up. Yeah, and she they're all running around. The whole house is bustling. There's yes. like a stop motion yeah. thing with them all bustling through the house, and they stop. And uh, Mom says, "Take a head count. Find all the kids." Whatever. Wasn't that Jennifer Connelly? Wasn't she the oldest daughter? No. It, she did look familiar, though. But it wasn't Jennifer Connelly. You know who else looked familiar? Later, the girl at the uh, airport selling them tickets. The French girl. Looked very oh. familiar. Hmm. So, yeah. And then they explain in a way that is, you're like, oh, clearly this is important. Um, after all this, everyone bustling around. Head count. Heather counts. She's one, two, three, four. Puts her hand on the neighbor kid's head. Yeah, because his back was to her. And he's wearing pretty much the exact same thing that Kevin would wear. Right. Five, six, seven. And she continues on, and they think everyone is there. Then the uh, the power guy is talking to the mom at the door and says... Power's back on, but the phone lines, it's like they're they are wacky. It's going to take a few days at least yep. to get these going again. I feel like that might be important information for later. Yeah, except for we'll get there, but um, <laughs> I have some questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have many questions. Heather, did you count heads? And she's like, yeah, five boys, six girls, two adults, whatever. And she yeah. runs it down like she did it like a fucking pro. Yeah. Which she thought she did. She says that. And now the family is running through. Sprinting through O'Hare. O'Hare. Yeah. With Chuck Berry's Run Run Rudolph playing. Yeah. Very iconic Christmas movie scene. Yes. Although most Every time I go to O'Hare and I walk through that, I'm like, home alone. Run Run Rudolph. Yeah. I've only, I've never been inside O'Hare because I'm a weirdo that. (laughs) (laughs) The faraway land of Chicago. Yes. 
they uh, they just made it. That's yeah, because when they're leaving, the Uncle Frank's like, "We're not going to make it." And the dad's like, "Yeah, we are." And Uncle Frank's like, "Our flight takes off in forty five minutes." Yeah, I mean, to get from the suburbs of Chicago to your flight in O'Hare, no, forty five minutes. No, way. absolutely not. No way. No, no. Even there back then, no when there's no TSA. Yes, there's no way. There's no. You could just basically get there and. I mean, yeah. absolutely not. No. But, but they're anyways, running. So they, they Uncle Frank. Make it. Uncle Frank is truly terrible. He's a real piece of shit. He is, and he hates Kevin the most. Uh, this part, the part of Frank, was written with Kelsey Grammer in mind. Oh man, he would have been good. Yeah, he would have been like sideshow Bob. Yes, it would have been maybe too much to be honest. No, it would have been better. He, that just would have it would have been another layer because this guy's just a real dick. You're like fuck this guy. But yeah. if he was like a kind of a pretentious dick. Yeah. Sideshow Bob. Look what you did. That's what, Am I going to do <laughs> a fucking Kelsey Grammer impression? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. How do you do that? Oh, Niles. for God's sakes, Niles. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, that's a dot. Yes. It's the Niles. Yes. I, Frasier is a good show. Frasier is great. All the, all the comedians are weird about it. And I, it's Shout really good. Shout out Jamie Carbone. Every single one and uh, Andrew Stewart Klein. Those yep. two love uh, Frazier. Every one is like a is like a these t- two these pretentious people Very. always getting in these silly situations. Yeah, and I didn't realize that until I was like an adult, and I was like, "Oh, this is a good show," and it's goofy as hell with like the most pretentious characters you could have. Yep. that shouldn't be in these silly situations. And yet they the were. Time. They were indeed. I wish Kelsey Grammer was in this movie, but it's still a pretty good movie. Uh, Remember when Kelsey Grammer was in Toy Story, uh, was it two? He plays uh, Pete. Yeah, that's the second one, right? Yes, it is. He's a real asshole. It was weird. Yes, he is. He's he's good at it. He's yeah. a very sideshow Bob. Yeah, he can, yeah. Um, yeah. Pete. Two, those those three sto- Toy Story movies are sure good. <laughs> uh, is there? When, what, was the, what was the last one? Three. Toy Story three. Holy, that one! I was like, <laughs> like a whole theater of people crying. Yeah, the we toy like, holocaust. Oh. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> yes. Like, are you fucking? Kidding? They're gonna fucking kill all these guys. Yeah, they're they're gonna... really gonna do it. Yes. Oh, that was. Hoo <laughs> boo! Oh man. <laughs> Pretty crazy. Right, guys? <laughs> Is this what you're listening to this podcast for? I don't know. Look, I don't know why anyone's listening to this. <laughs> but we appreciate that you Although are. I listen to it, I'm like, man, no one's more entertaining than us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, Nobody does it better. Nobody does it better. Uh, phone lines are down. Heather, did you count heads? They just sprint through O'Hare. They get, they barely get to the flight. The lady says, "This is what I didn't understand." <laughs> they get to the lady like to, to board the plane. She's like, "The only black person in the whole movie." Yes, by the, the way. only one. And she's like, "Literally." She's like, "You made it just in time. Just go grab whatever seat's still open." She uh, said, "Coach, grab whatever seats are open. First class, whatever." But that's not how flights work. No, it's you have not assigned at all. seats always. It's not like, oh, just yeah. Southwest didn't exist back then. No. It was a weird thing to say, I thought. It was. 
Um, but I guess it just sets up that the that the older people, like the parents and Uncle Frank and Mrs. Uncle Frank, sit in first class. And you also get the impression that Mr. McAllister, whatever his name is, is paying for all of this. Yes, he, he is. has a giant house. He's put four adults in first class and eleven children in coach. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> this dude is their house is huge. Yeah. I I don't know. That's like a internet thing. And when, I but when you're a kid, like none of that um registered. Like as an adult you're like, this is these guys are fucking rich and this is crazy. Oh yeah. But, but even as a kid, but when you think about that, even with like Christmas vacation, yeah. You're like, they're rich. Yes. And why they're bitching about money because they want to build a pool? You dickheads. Yeah, like Clark <laughs> Clark is waiting on this bonus. I mean, to put a pool like what your your Christmas bonus is like fifty thousand dollars. Yes, yes. Like holy shit. Yes. And but then you write a check for eh, no, we don't need to talk about that movie mm. right now. No. No. I There's rich people in movies and so it doesn't matter. Movies seventy percent of movies take place in LA. I do know people that live there now, but I sure didn't before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. Teen Wolf had palm trees in it. <laughs> and they were in Nebraska. Like, well, we can't make this take place in L.A. Wouldn't make sense, but. That is fine. Kevin wakes up alone. Yep. He doesn't realize that yet, but he's a cute little kid, eight-year-old, bedhead. Yep, slowly <laughs> w- walking around the house with a look of confusion on his face. Of, yeah. Where huh? is everyone? Oh, a very... D- Incredibly deliberate look of confusion and yes. silly bedhead that was clearly yep. hairsprayed. And he's looking around. So, Mom? Mom? Uncle Frank? Uh, uh. He goes to the kitchen. The kitchen is kind of where he first realizes this. Yeah. He's like, what? And then he goes to the living room, goes to the basement, gets very frightened of the insane furnace that they have. Yeah. He lights up and is like, Kevin, and he runs away. And it doesn't, that fur, I'm like, what? They're the richest people ever, and they have a furnace yeah, from, from the 18- 1890s. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. A big coal furnace. They have Ebenezer Scrooge's furnace. Yeah. Only larger. Although, I will say that the house I currently live in only recently upgraded from a furnace not far off from that. No fan. It was a, it's called a gravity furnace, so basically hot air rises. Hot air rises. Wow! And only one floor on the house, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, right. It was actually the heat was so hot. I that bet. It was. It was like, <laughs> and now with the nicer, newer furnace, the heat is not. It's just like the temperature it's supposed to be. Right. Not. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's right. not like just. Super hot, hot weird smelling heat. <laughs> yeah. From like these crazy rusty things that are spitting out gas. All these houses here where we live in Beaverdale all have a fucking coal chute on them. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. It is. Well, my mom's house was built in 1911. Yeah. So it's 106 years old. My house was built. I don't know when it was built. My house. Wink. <laughs> don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. I think these are built in like the 20s. Yeah. Yeah, because the one that I lived in before, I think, was like 1927. So the houses we lived in before were mirror images of each yeah, other. Yeah, it was kind of weird. The house you lived in before was an exact mirror right. image yep. of this house. Mm-hmm. 
crazy. By that I mean our sweet podcast studio. Yes. <laughs> it's my living room. So Kevin gets up. Uh, he runs outside. He sees both the cars there. So he's like, they didn't go to the airport. Because I'm a dumb kid. I don't know how things work. Right. He's a dumb final look. He sprints inside. Yep. Back to the kitchen. He's sitting down at the table. He's sort of contemplating. Then he goes, I made my family disappear. And then there's a little mini behind his head. I don't know what you want to call it. It's not a montage. It's like comic book things popping up. Oh, yeah. like the Of all of his family members being huge dicks Yeah, to saying him, shitty things Including to his him. mom. Yeah. His but, dad was pretty nice to him, even most of the time. But Uncle Frank. Yeah, and then but, it ends with Uncle Frank. Yeah. Look the what girl, you did. That, that's when the girl goes, you're what the French would call, les incompetents. Yes. And then Buzz is like, I'm going to eat your dick off. And like, Jesus. <laughs> and the other kid's like, you're a disease. And yes. it's like, so his little heads are floating over. And then it ends with Frank. The mom's like, I wish I never had you. I should have aborted you. <laughs> Whoa, jeez. No. Oh, man, mom. <laughs> that was heavy. That was heavy, man. Uh, I've reverted to Back to the Future there for a second. Yeah, and Uncle Frank goes, look what you did, you yeah. little jerk. <laughs> and now he says, I made my family disappear. Yeah, he stares right in the camera when he says yes. it. Yes. Which Macaulay Culkin loves to do is break the fourth wall. Yes, he does. Uh-huh. I made my family disappear. Is it another? Is it... Uh, this is a first of many screams. So he's running Starts, around the house going, yeah. ah! Jumping up and down in his yeah. mom and dad's bed. Waving his arms popcorn. around at a slightly Flay- higher yes. than normal speed. Several times in this movie, he runs to the runs up to the top of the stairs, takes a right, screams into the camera, and runs away waving his arms, screaming. Yes. Hilarious when it came out. You Now you're like, what is wrong with this kid? Yeah. Uh, now he's he, in Buzz's room. Yeah, busting the Buzz's. Uh, he's... He, I, okay, at this point, say he Price believes he wished his family away. Yes. And he's happy about it. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point, yeah, to pause for a moment and realize he thinks he murdered his family with his mind and made them disappear. Yes. And he is elated. <laughs> yes. That's his reaction. <laughs> yes. So he's clearly a psychopath. Indeed we do, and now he's going through his brother's stuff. Uh <clears throat> there's a playboy he's like oh everyone no clothes on anyone gross apparently he didn't even try to read the articles <laughs> what a dick i know finds firecrackers some other stuff pulls out a picture of buzz's girlfriend who is essentially the female version of buzz and he goes buzz your girlfriend woof i read in the uh, imdb trivia that uh chris columbus didn't want to have a girl, a picture of a girl, because he didn't want to make her feel bad. So, it's the picture of the art director's son in a wig. Are you? You know what's funny is that I wrote <laughs> down. I'm not kidding, Alex. I was like, I feel bad for the girl that had to pose for this picture, just for somebody to be like, "You're fucking gross." Right. I was like, "That's me." <laughs> yeah. Felt really bad. Yeah. That's great. What a great piece of trivia. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> because yep. I genuinely was like, this girl doesn't even appear in this movie. Right, and they're like, everyone just yeah. Your face appears in the biggest at this like at this point like one of the biggest movies of all time. Yes, purely to be made fun of and say you're ugly. So now the art director 
use his son, put a wig on, a little bit of makeup. So now it's a joke for that. Oh, kid. that's nice. Yeah, right. That's, that's so very nice. Smart. That's very smart. That really is, <laughs> and it makes me feel because I was like, I genuinely wrote down. <laughs> I was, I said, I feel bad for that girl. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Uh, Kevin Macaulay Culkin is shooting. What were those things called? The sports figurines? Yeah. I could not think of the name of them, though. They were very popular. Yeah, well, I don't remember what they were called, but they're just like... The posing. Yeah, famous like football players in pose, like poses, like yeah. like Walter Payton running and... and uh, it doesn't matter. Other 80s Everybody's football players doing things. Speakers right now. Don't worry about it. Whatever they're fucking called. I don't know. So, yeah, this is Walter Payton, Larry Bird. Yeah. And he's shooting him down the laundry chute, and then there's a spatula in the middle, Holding and he up. shoots a spatula, yeah, cause he and got the got door buzzes, closes. He got Buzz's gun off the wall. Yeah. His BB little gun. BB gun, yeah. Uh, and this is the first we see angels with filthy souls. Yeah. He pops said it, pops that in the old VCR. Yeah. And this might be the most iconic fake movie in any movie ever. Uh, yeah, I'd have to think so. Because I know this fake movie word for word and i assume it's fake <laughs> it is yes it was made it, it, it was well first, done it was the first it thing seems real it was the first thing they made for this movie like the first scenes they shot were right. for that movie the fake movie yeah yeah and here's a line that we hear you got to the count of 10 to get your ugly yellow no good keister, keister. off my property before i pump your guts full of lead and then Mini machine gun fires, and he said, "Keep the change, you filthy animal." Yep. Uh, Kevin watches this, uh, and he's eating a a bowl of ice cream that has approximately fifty-seven scoops of ice cream in it with, with marshmallows. Cream, yeah, the whole chocolate thing. sauce. Yeah. In he's fact, really, I was he's like, really doing "Why it did up. they have this much ice cream?" But then I was like, "There were fifteen. There was a, eleven kids in this house, so maybe they would actually have that much ice cream." Yeah. Maybe. And they're, I rich, always thought and they're looked, rich as hell, so who knows? Yes. And when I was a kid, I, I was like, that looks both good and super gross. Yeah. And he had a bag of Crunch Gators. I'm like, oh, I remember those. Were those real things? Yeah. Yeah, because it, it had like the, the the Cheetos. Yeah. What were they? Um, Different shaped Cheetos, I want to say. Were they shaped like alligators? <laughs> what is the point? Uh. I don't know. Remember when there, there were Cheetos paws, too? Yeah. Where it was like Chester's paws? What's the fucking point? You know what I miss, Alex? <laughs> 3D Doritos. Those were good. They were fucking great. <laughs> they were like bugles crossed over with Doritos. Ooh, bugles I miss I them, like too. They still yeah. make bugles, don't they? Oh, yeah. They do. And they're You're delicious. Up some bugles. That's something good right now. I, look, I was about to buy some bugles the other day, and I looked. Like, I'm trying to not to be a big, fat person. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Eight, Maybe not the bugles. 18,000 calories? <laughs> One bag of bugles? I wonder how many calories Crunch Gators have. <laughs> uh, so as you watch, this movie is very scary. He wasn't allowed to watch it earlier. Yeah. And he watches the scene where a guy gets shot yep. up big time. He sa- that's when he says, I'm eating trash and watching rubbish. Yes. He's so proud of himself. He's so he gluttonous. Because he murdered his family, as far as he knows, with his mind. As far as he knows, he's feeling pretty good about and it. And he is on cloud nine, living that life. Indeed. He's bout it, bout it. 
He's doing it. And that scene of the guy getting shot, he goes, Mom! Yeah, he covers his eyes and yells out, Mom! Cut to Maureen O'Hara. <laughs> <laughs> I swear Scarlet. by the fires of all that is holy. Where's I will boy? find myself. I will not leave him home alone. <laughs> Yeah, mom thinks she forgot something, and she's talking to dad, and she's like, did we leave the oven on? He's like, no. Nope. Like, did I leave the coffee maker on? No. He's like, honey, we remembered everything, I swear. He's like, did I? Yeah, she asked, did I turn the coffee maker off? And he's like, no, I did. Yeah. <laughs> huh. like, oh. He's like, did we leave the garage door open? Yes, that's it. He's like, that's it. You yep. figured it out. And she sort of relaxes. Leans back in her chair and has a, is about to have a real McAllister moment. Yep. Kevin! <laughs> Straight right down the middle of the gamma. Yeah. Which is a hallmark of this movie. It very much is. Kevin! Cut to Kevin back at home. On the top of the flight of stairs. The landing at the top of the stairs. With uh, a toboggan. Big old toboggan. It's not big. It's like a one-man toboggan. Yeah. I've never seen one, actually. All right. Because so I don't small think toboggan. it was full size, was it? Uh, it was like a long wooden sled with a curved front. <laughs> I mean, that's what it was. <laughs> it was a toboggan. Yeah. I know. But, like, I see toboggans <laughs> normally. <laughs> like long. Normally when you see a toboggan, it's like you can, see, you can put, like, five people on it. I don't know. I guess. It was a, sing- it was a single person Maybe it was a two-person toboggan. It's weird to say toboggan so many times. Toboggan. Toboggan. Was that that a bad guy in Lord of the Rings? Toboggan. (laughs) Toboggan, no. Don't use the power Uh, of the amulet, toboggan. You shall not pass toboggan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. So we're like, no way. He's going to sled down the staircase? Another bad idea that I'm sure my parents were like, why did we let our kid watch this movie? I wonder... Although I did that. I wonder what... Okay, two two parts to this. I wonder how many kids attempted to do this after seeing this movie. Thousands and thousands. I had done and I wonder who really movie. got injured or killed doing that. I wonder how many people got injured with icy stairs. That's the bigger question. <laughs> yeah. A fucking shitload. I think so. That would be a cool study for somebody to do. Is how many injuries did Home Alone the result Home Alone in? effect? Yeah. Yes. Look at how little we are. I'm telling you, Alex, it's fine. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, it is. Oh, shit. See? Yep. I do. There's like, a big difference. <laughs> Um, yes. Uh, what? Yes. So he tobogganed down. Sarah tobogganed. And this was, uh, there's several annoying scenes where Kevin is doing something and screaming as he does it. Ah! 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 He's screaming as he goes down uh, the stairs. So that's two. And then, he yes, that's two thus far. I was trying, I was like, oh, because later on in the movie as I was watching this, I was like, oh, I'm going to keep count. And I was like, wait a minute. There's actually been way yeah. more screams up to this point than I even realized. Yeah, he does it big scream a lot. And but it was, I mean, you did it right, man. Chris Columbus, Macaulay Culkin. This was the biggest goddamn movie of the year, yeah, and, th- and, it and was, one of the biggest movies of all time. It was for a hilarious while. the way um, Macaulay Culkin played this character. 
Like everyone loved, like everyone was into this. Like everyone loved every moment of him running and screaming into the camera. Oh yeah, like, d- loved it, loved it. Is there when's who was the last big child star like that? Haley As, Joel Osment, The Sixth Sense. Yeah, I guess is that maybe the last one. Is there one right now? Not, uh, not, not like that. Well, they're like Disney channels. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. They're all like Disney sort of media took is control. Now. Yeah, you know what I mean. It, you're right. But I'm trying to think of, is there a great big kid star? There is, but they're not in movies. Or they probably are in movies. I don't know. I just don't give a shit about the movies now is probably part of the Yeah. But like the big kids movies are always. They don't really make, the big kids movies now are all animated. Pixar stuff. Yeah. All. Mm. Yeah, I'm trying to think. People are yelling at it. At us now again. What are the big I... family movies that are coming out that aren't animated or somehow Disney related, like you know Beauty and the Beast, like the re right? But there's no kids in that. What are the kids movies with kids? It's like Diary of a Wimpy Kids. They're not. They're not very big. The yeah, kids movies no... with kids. Like there was this Zathura <laughs> that came out like 12 years ago. And I tell you what, I'm pumped for that for the new uh, Jumanji. Are you really? Yeah, I think it looks really good. Well, Maybe I'm wrong, but the that's trailer, funny to me. The trailer you, looks amazing. This seems like I shouldn't like that. At no, all. it doesn't. I know because it's also funny because I'm like, this is, but it's got Jack Black and The Rock and, and Kevin, Kevin Hart. Hart and some chick that's and the, I like the concept of it. I like the idea of updating it, but I don't like the idea of them changing into different avatars. No, that's the best. That's the See? best part. But you hated the Rampage trailer. Yeah. And I am way into that. A giant monkey do How is that better than Jumanji? Give me a fucking break. Give me a fucking break. Rampage. I mean, worse. How is it worse? Rampage, That's what I the said. game, was a giant King Kong gorilla, a yes. werewolf, and a lizard Godzilla, whatever. Climbing and destroying buildings. Love that In game. a funny way. Yeah. This, yes. The movie will be have its moments of i don't know man i thought it looked i was like oh i love this i love giant giant cgi monkeys alex are my are my I kryptonite know. though i'm uh, telling you I just, you didn't kong skull island you're like oh i hate this movie yeah and i was, I was like uh, i've watched it 80 times I, I love the planet of the apes movies so i guess i'm fine with small monkeys but, but big monkeys planet of the apes problem. movies are you can't those are hard after watching the last one I was like we can't talk about this last time they're films yeah they're not they're barely movies they're, they're like you could call these CGI monkeys yeah, know, it's starring really movies films but rampage is i mean all the video games I that, love all the that video game. game was about was about giant creatures smashing things and so they yes. make this like very seriously toned yeah but like, do you see how the trailer ends it's the monkey smashing things yeah it has to be like it, yes the final scene the how final, is that bad the final <laughs> act of the movie will be the the monsters climbing and destroying like downtown los angeles chicago is it yes. whatever i don't care who the rocks in it i do it looks great <laughs> watch the trailer alex is wrong i'm right i mean it's a matter is, of is opinion, that when is that coming out next <laughs> next summer, summer. Yeah. yeah well we well now well, we have the to go fact to that it. we saw they have high expectations the fact that we've seen a trailer already this isn't some throwaway san andreas bullshit oh it's the same uh, guy that directed san andreas which uh, was entertaining not good but it was entertaining. Yeah, I didn't see that one. 
I can't believe you said you want to see Jumanji. That's yeah. funny to me. Yeah. I love the first Jumanji. Yeah, I remember thinking it was okay. The CGI is bad now. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure it doesn't hold up. No. Boy, I tell you, we'll start getting into some of the like movies from the more the mid-90s at some point. Yeah. And that's when CGI first was starting to become really prominent. Oh, like the mask? Oh, the mask. The mask would be, I watched that movie. I haven't watched that movie in 15 years. I'm sure I haven't. And, and I've I, watched it, I watched it so many times. Me too. That's one of those in college everyone had a copy of yeah. that. You just pop it in all the yep. time. Yeah, I'll, we'll have to remember that one. And I still tell, P-A-R-T. Why? Why? Because I got to. And you know what Mister? I did? Oh, when I was when I was at parties and I had to piss, I would go uh, P O T T Y because I got to. <laughs> so stupid. Okay, we veered off track. Yeah. Hardcore there. Let's veer back. We don't need to talk about mid nineties no. uh, CGI. CGI. All right. So Kevin launches out. The funny part of this scene when when he flies out at an in insane velocity from yeah the house. like ramps like he was like he was shot out of a cannon. <laughs> yes. But the person on the uh, sled is clearly a large adult. <laughs> yes, and this isn't the f- yes. last time we see this large adult. No, it's not. On the IMDb trivia, said that his his stunt double was a thirty year old short guy. Are you serious? I'm like, well, he wasn't that short. No, I think on the uh, when he breaks the shelf. I yeah. imagine that's one. <laughs> yes. There's there's like, yeah. yeah. But this is one where it's like, whoa, that's an adult uh, wearing Kevin's outfit. All right. Okay. Uh, cut back to the airplane. Everyone's freaking out. Oh, my God. We left Kevin. Oh, Jesus. Well, here's uh, what I, uh, everyone call, call a neighbor. Okay. And they say they do. They do. We'll get there shortly, but the rigmarole, everyone is freaking out. And Frank... Sweet old Frank says, uh, I forgot my reading glasses. I was like, Frank. Come on, Frank. Quit being such a You dick. alcoholic dickwad. <laughs> yeah. You should host a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> There's always opening for alcoholic dickwads for those things. Um, now we cut to the our criminals, Harry and Marv. Yeah, back in the neighborhood, back in front of Kevin's house, I mm-hmm. believe, in the uh, in a plumbing truck. Plumbing okay, truck. okay, plumbing. plumbing. And he's saying, he's like, "Oh, I got all the timers down for all the lights." He's like, "I know, you know, the people that aren't home because their lights are on timers." Yeah. He's like, "This one's about to go off. This one's about to go off. This one's about to go off." And by off, I should be saying on. But I mean off as in... Going off. <laughs> yes. Um, and they go... And he's like, right now. Right now. Right now. His accuracy within seconds... Yes. For that, this when I was very watching stupid that, like, guy. You're, you would think that like he went around and talked to everyone. And they're like, oh, my lights kick on at 5.15. Mine are at 5.30. Mine are at 6. No, but apparently it's... Mine come on at 5.02. Mine come on at 5.02 and 15 seconds. Yes. Mine come yes. on at 5.02 yes. and 20 seconds. There's no uh, real... Yeah. But that's fine. Nice it's try, a, guys. Busted. Yeah. We're taking this movie down. Oh, my phone broke. Okay. No, it didn't. And the criminal in the van is our cop from the beginning of the movie. Yeah, Joe Pesci. Who was apparently upset... About how much credit Macaulay Culkin got for this movie. 
Oh, really? Yes. Although, I'm recalling that, and it may have been the dad that was annoyed by how much... The dad uh, didn't think this movie was going to be any good at all and was shocked. Really? John Heard, yeah. Then it was probably him. Yeah. Huh. No, uh, I was reading uh, that Joe Pesci was super <laughs> impressed with Macaulay Culkin. Really? It was like, he's not yeah, like, like a kid, he's like an adult. Yeah. I said uh, <clears throat> I said Joe Pesci earlier to somebody else, too, and I was like, maybe it was the dad. And I bet it was the dad. Yeah. Who was like, I don't, he was kind of, he felt like he was a great actor. I heard somebody yeah. else talk about him. Didn't John recently. Hurt die last year? Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. And... I think he felt a little like it was like oh an eight year old kid is one upping me and I'm not even one you're barely in the movie right yeah you're a, you're like fairly fourth on the call inconsequential sheet. Yeah. yeah well lower than that yeah right um so what what their name Marv which one's Marv Marv is Daniel Stern and Marv and Harry Harry I don't think I up until the last eighth of this movie i did not know what joe pesci's character's name was yeah i don't think and i was like did they say it did i just miss it i don't know i probably did <laughs> but it's harry and marv yeah harry is joe pesci marv is daniel stern and this is by far daniel stern's biggest role although he was in city slickers city slickers one and two both are legend, really good legend of curly's gold dude that movie is good it's funny that the City Slickers 2... What year did City Slickers come out? I, After this? I imagine if they put Daniel Stern in it, it came out after this. This is when Wonder Years was big, and he was... The narrator. Yeah, oh, that's probably one of my favorite shows of all time. And I, can, I couldn't tell you one thing that happened in the Wonder Years, and I loved it. Yeah. And I had the biggest crush... On Winnie? Oh. Me too. What's, that? What's her name in real life? Danica... Danica... Mc- McKellar... Yes, yes. I think that's right. She's like a smart mathematician and yeah. shit. Yeah, cool. What was I gonna look up? Oh, uh, City Slickers. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> this podcast is going great. It is. <laughs> um, City Slickers came out the year after this. See, ninety one. Yeah, I figured. Daniel Stern got a big ass bump from this movie. Yeah, for yeah, this is pro- yeah, this is his first big thing, I think. Yeah. And then he did City Slickers, both of which were huge. Yeah. And one of the few comedy sequels of this era that I felt like was good. Mm-hmm. So many well, movies were made in this time when they were just made as standalone movies. Yeah. Not not with any sort of continuity in mind when they first make it. Yeah. So then the sequels are always, they're always like, uh, oh shit, that made a ton of money. Let's make a second one. They're like, uh, like, <laughs> well, we kind of ended things before. So I have to do a brand new, like, a brand new, like, with like a Home Alone. You have to do a brand yeah. new movie with a, with a new hook, but still kind of exactly the same. Yes. City Slickers 2 wasn't the same at all. I don't remember the plot They had to find Slickers a treasure, too. The Legend of Curly's Gold, and they oh, found a great yeah. way to bring Jack Palance back. Because Jack Palance died in the yeah, first yeah. movie. Uh, spoiler alert. And that was like another huge moment. In, Jack in, Palance won an Oscar for yeah. City Slickers. It was like the big resurgence of Jack Palance. Like yeah. Everyone loved him. He did doing so, one-arm push-ups yeah. and all that. Mm. Ah. And then he, this 
So did City Slickers come out before Batman? Do you remember Batman? Yeah. Tim Burton's? You're Jack Palance was the crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you're my uh, uh, number, number one, one guy. Yes. Batman came out in 90, so. 89. 89. Yes. Correct. Yeah, sorry. So it was before that. Anyways, Home Alone. Home Alone. Home Alone. Home Alone. Mm. All right, cut back to Kevin. He's at home watching The Grinch. He's asleep. The Grinch is on TV. We see the OK plumbing uh, truck roll up to the house. Because yes. uh, Harry's like, oh, man, what's he called? The silver. This is the silver, not metal, the silver. Basically saying this is like the, the house. This is. It's loaded with good stuff. The house. Yeah. Yeah, not the B house. No, the, the silver. Yeah. But he was I thought you said the, the B. I don't remember what he called it. something. But he was essentially like, this is the This is house. the coup de grace. Yeah. That's what we're going for. These rich mofos, this is the house we want. Yeah. Uh, and so they pull up and the, they back up into the driveway and they're going to go check it out. Yeah, they'll go to the back door. And they walk up. They're going to walk up to the back door and Kevin hears them. He wakes up. And sees their shadows go by the window. Yeah. And he's like, oh, fuck. And he hears him say, hey, oh, that's right. He hears him say, hey, let's go around back. Yeah. And he turns the backlight on. Yeah. And they're like, I thought, no, you thought you said no one was here. Yeah. So they're like, let's get out of here. And he turns on the light. And that, now they cut to Paris. Yeah. They've landed. They're at the airport. Uh, mom runs up to a well, mom whole fam the whole family is running through again as yeah. if they were listening to run run rudolph right on a loop and they're running to the pay phones and Catherine o'hara mom walks up to a french lady talking on the phone she is a good actress by the way who Catherine o'hara Maureen o'hara <laughs> okay i'll, I'll tell you oh <laughs> i man, love you better Catherine get off o'hara. that phone well, i love Catherine i swear <laughs> i love her <laughs> I love Maureen. What do they say in Teen Wolf? Uh, (laughs) You can ravage my body, murder my family, but you better not take my plantation. Like, wait, that doesn't make sense. You better not take my son. I need to talk to my son. Uh, uh, Where's the wolf? (laughs) Uh, uh, Wolf out. uh, (laughs) Hey, guys, remember how Uh, good the Teen Wolf show was? (laughs) It was pretty yes. good, right? It was. Had a good the Team Wolf show. That's where we're going to rename our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she, there's a French lady talking on the phone because they're in France. They're in Paris. She tries the whole family. A bunch of the family is trying to get this lady off yeah. the phone. This is a, in a, a pre-cell phone world, 1990. It is. And this movie, this movie demonstrates this in a way that some other movies you could be like, oh, you don't have to think about cell phones. But this movie you watch, you go, Forces oh, in a the, cell phone world, right. Not, this nothing, movie doesn't yeah, happen. It, in fact, I say one of the few, I'm wrong, a lot of movies. Can be solved by a tel- uh, cell phone? Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yes, so many. Yeah, people, writers had to get a little less lazy after cell phones and widespread yeah. communication Big was available. Time. Take that, Hollywood writers. Yes. Um, call everyone they know, the cops, and they do... And I was like, why don't they call when I when I watched this movie the first time and tore I was like, why didn't they call the cops? They did call the cops. The cops are fully indifferent. We haven't got to that yet, but Oh yeah, but I I asked myself the question oh, at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In my, I was like, why don't call everyone you know? I was like, call the cops. 
But I think she does say it, call the police. Yeah. But they haven't called them yet. But she does say it. Um, so we cut back to Kevin. He's he's back. He ran upstairs and is hiding under his parents' bed. Yeah. And then he's like, fuck that. I'm not going to be afraid. Oh. I have to defend this house. <laughs> so he walks outside his front steps yep. and says to no one, I'm not afraid anymore. Yep. I'm not afraid anymore. I'm not afraid anymore. Then his neighbor, the South Bend Slasher, right. whatever his name is, just kind of steps into his view. Yeah, with his shovel and boots. And uh, we have scream number three. Big scream. The biggest yet. <sighs> ah! Turns around, sprints back into the house, screaming the whole way. Running around like Hilarious. a crazy person. Sprints all the way back upstairs. Gets to the top of stairs. Takes a right. Screams right into the camera once again. Yep. So that's three. It is. Of many. Uh, runs into his parents' bed. Covers himself up in a blanket. Uh, I need to inhale. All right. Let's just take a, a moment to inhale. And exhale. So relaxed. The old man walked up. He afraid, baby. He ran through that house screaming. Yeah. Hit under the bed. Yes. They're hit under the blanket on the bed. Yes. Good job. His parents' bed. We never actually see his room in this movie. Not once. That is true. Uh, so then we cut to the police station. They um, did call the cops. Yeah. The cops and mom is on the phone with the cops. And mom is not trying to explain very well the situation. Uh, not trying to explain very well. And the cops are like, what is this? Who cares? Extremely dismissive. They're extremely dismissive. And mom does not explain well. Mom's at just all. like, my, my son is home alone. Not like we are on the other side. She never says she where does they say are. Paris. She uh, does eventually. You know, did she? But not in a way that's like, you don't understand. <laughs> yeah. We left. We forgot our son. He is home alone in a giant house. And we are in Paris. And he's a real dickhead of a kid. <laughs> yes. And the cop, this is the, who do they, this is the lady cop first. Yeah. She's like, oh, we need to transfer you to Family Crisis. Family Crisis Center. And this goes to a very, one of the things I remember most about this movie is the family cop talking on the phone and a piece of the donut falls off and just sticks on the phone. And I guarantee they were like, <laughs> That is so. That is the greatest thing that's ever happened <laughs> in film history because he's trying to be indifferent, right? And a piece of donut sticking on the phone as he's chewing a donut. Yeah, I was like, I bet they were like, this couldn't have been better. And he did the scene perfectly. Didn't react to the piece of donut on the phone. Anyway, he, he says, starts asking a bunch of questions, and he's and then finally he's like, "You want us to go to your house just to check on him?" Yeah, As if it's a like, weird request. Did he, did, he, did he eat poison? Is he choking? Yeah. Uh, did he run away? Uh, is there family violence? Like, like no, no, no. No. Like, the mom is not even trying to explain the situation. Not at all. And the whole cop situation, phone situation thing, as this movie goes on, <sighs> yeah. doesn't make any sense. No, it's sort of the big thing they don't want you to think about the entire time. Yeah. Which, I'm like, if you wrote this, how are you guys... Like, there would have been ways to not do it this way, but they do it the way they do it. <laughs> yeah. 
And finally, she gets transferred back to the actual the police woman. Yep. And she says, "We'll send like kind of dismisses dismissively. We'll send a policeman over to your house to check on your son." Right. As indifferently as she could possibly say. And they're calling her uh, hyper. Is that what they called her? I don't remember. They they had a hyper over. Uh, it doesn't matter. Um. So now cut back to airport in France, and they're talking to the ticket lady at the whatever airline they're at. France Airlines. And that girl is in a lot of things, whoever it is. Hmm. Maybe not a lot of things, but at least she is in things. I see your picture on your phone right now, and I'm like, oh, yeah. You feel very secure about that. I don't know. I do. She's in something that I recognize her from very specifically. I can't think of what it is. Does not matter. Not really. No. Doesn't matter at all. So now we are uh, cut to Kevin McAllister talking to himself in a mirror. No, 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 no. He's oh, no. he's in bed. So they send the cop. Oh, yes. That's they right. They send the cop they do. to check out the house. I Kevin totally is sitting in his... He's still in his parents' bed with the blankets over his head. And he hears a knock at the door, and he immediately freaks out and pulls the blanket back over his head. The cop keeps knocking. Kevin is hiding. Every light in the house is on. Every yeah. single light in the house, this palatial mansion yes. is on. And the cop looks around. No one answers the door, and he goes, there's no one here. The way that he, yeah. This is a waste wait. of time. There's, a waste. there's nobody There's no here. one there. What do you... So someone says their kid is home alone. Go check on him. They go to the house where every light is on. Yeah. Knock a few times. No one answers. Everything must be fine. Everything the must doors be fine. Doors are locked. Everything's secure. It's fine. Is is not a sense. That's what he does. I mean, and it doesn't make any sense. No. So the cops are done. Yep. That's it for the cops until the very end of the movie. Yeah. Okay, now it's mirror speech. Uh, before, right before that, though, basically the mom's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait on stand on standby, right? So I might be able to yep. catch a flight." Yeah, and the the rest of the family goes to the hotel. Yes, the dad, pretty indifferently. Yeah, I mean, the he was dad concerned is, earlier, but he's just like, "Oh yeah," but more like in a concern, like, "Oh, we forgot our son's inhaler." Yeah, not, not our we son. We forgot our son. Yeah, like. Nowhere near the level of upset. No. Not at all. <laughs> uh, now so, we're at the mirror. Yes. Now the probably maybe one of the most iconic scenes of the movie, if not the. Yeah. Because it's the. Look he, has this screamed, adorable he has screamed several again. times before this. But this, this is, is a main. scene where this he is, is talking to himself in the mirror like I've taken a shower. I have fully cleansed myself. I cleaned all the major crevices, including my belly button, which I don't normally clean. But yeah, because he's always supposed then, to be this little analytical smartass kid. Yeah. So when he when he goes down lists like that, people go wild. They do. <laughs> and then he rubs some um, aftershave on his hands. Well, the, oh, the whole time White Christmas is playing. It's this a, that's later. 
Oh no! The White Christmas mirror speech is later. Oh, because we get we get the, okay. You're There's right. another one of these, my bad, and he my screams bad. exactly the same. Right, it's the same exact again. scene. <laughs> yes, you're right. Without a speech, you're right. This one is he talking the entire time, and immediately yeah. splashes on the and aftershave. He's explaining what he's done, and he splashes on the aftershave with both hands. And he goes, ah! Yes, we get the first official Home Alone hands to the hands face. on each side of the yep. face. One of the most uh, iconic things in movies ever. Yeah, probably. Yep. Yeah, as dumb as that sounds. Yeah, if you were like, if you're younger and you just this all missed you, you were. It's hard to explain. It's another one of those weird. This didn't things. miss anyone, even yeah, if you are true. younger. Yeah, that's true. I think it's but, still. But, it, but to to have been like our age when it was happening and, and how it played out in the media. Oh yes, like every like sketch show was doing you know yeah parodying it. Uh, it was just everywhere. Hilarious. Couldn't get enough of him screaming. Into the camera. And they do it in this movie approximately ten times, I think. Maybe eight, maybe nine. This is number four already, maybe five. Yeah, but the, the more important one, though, is with the, the hands on the, the side The hands the on face. the face. Somehow. This is the one, and yeah. he does it That's again, the real doing money the exact shot. same thing. Which is funny, because the other screams are a result of things he should maybe kind of be screaming about. Yes. And this is because of aftershave. Right. Dumb. He also, aftershave doesn't burn you unless you shave. Right. And he shaved, but but he wasn't. Dragging a, a razor across your uh, hairless face is not the same as shaving. I wouldn't know. <sighs> yeah, I wouldn't this, know. His, uh, so him like slapping his face was like Arnold Schwarzenegger's I'll Be Back. Yeah. Like that was his big time. That was his hook. Oh, yes. Forever. Kind of ruined his life. Yeah. Up until <laughs> recently. He did date Mila Kunis for a while as an adult. Oh, that's right. For like a long time. Yeah. Which is kind of insane. It Especially is. when you see pictures of him as an adult. It'd be weird to be Mary, be Ashton Kutcher where like your wife's main ex, very historically, like everyone knew, <laughs> yeah. was Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> yes, like that. That would just be weird. Yeah, it would be, and especially when you would look <laughs> and go, "Oh, that's him." What? Whatever. Macaulay seems to still feel pretty okay about Michael Jackson, as far as I know. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's right. Rem- remember when Macaulay Culkin was like Michael Jackson's best friend? Oh at yeah. This time? But that was real, and the also <laughs> that was real. Well, what I'm saying is, Michael Jackson was a ch- an, a grown child man. Yes, that didn't know when you hear him speak, you're like, "How did you do all this amazing shit?" I know. It's like he's like, "Oh well, I I was really I have a monkey. His name is Bubbles. Yeah, I have an amusement park. I bet Michael Jackson went insane when he saw this movie." Because he loved like childish antics, like yes. that's what was his favorite. <laughs> yeah. like, he'd have all these kids over, and they just do weird shit. Yeah, like just dumbass kid stuff. And, like yeah. it really was. Oh boy, how fucked was his childhood? Do you suppose? Well, his dad beat him into stardom. Yeah, good old in a Joe real Jackson. way. Oh and, yeah, just the worst monster. Yeah. So I mean, some, he died from taking fucking anesthesia. To sleep every That's night. So crazy. How like, fucked up must is, you be? You aren't, you aren't sleeping. You are time traveling. <laughs> yeah, no Where you go, oh, I'd like, to, I'd like to go to bed now. Yeah. Oh, I'm awake. 
like uh, Michael, it's been fifteen hours. Yeah, that's fine. Basically, have an on-off switch with them. <laughs> yes. Turn them off for seventeen hours. <laughs> Click. Yes. Uh, yeah, Didn't that, yeah. his doctor's in prison now? I think for that. I think so. Yeah, yeah. He, I may he be got, wrong. Yeah, he he got found guilty. Yeah. Well, what he was doing was pretty messed up, but he was being asked to do it <laughs> by so. the richest weirdo on earth. Yeah. What Michael Jackson video was Macaulay Culkin in? Black or white? No. Wait, that might have been. I think it was because it's also got uh, Norm. From Cheers? Yeah. What? Yeah, Norm from Cheers is Macaulay Culkin's dad in the video. What does he do in the video? The he's only thing I remember, sitting, he's only sitting thing on I remember about that video is the face morphing. Because that was the first time we had ever seen that. Remember that? Yeah. I remember there'd be like a Dateline special of like, holy shit, look at this fucking face yeah. morphing they can do with computers. Straight out of uh, Willow. What? The face morphing was straight out of Willow. With Who's the space? animals changing, with the wizard, the the the. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I thought you'd be more excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm trying to forget Willow. <laughs> yeah, no, but that is. was like the big effect. But if you, if you watch it now, you're like, oh, this is a yeah. cheap computer effect. Yeah, Norm, what the fuck is the <sighs> George Went? Thank you. Yeah, George Went was Macaulay Culkin's dad at the beginning of the video. He's sitting in a recliner, and something loud is happening in Macaulay Culkin's room. Okay. Was it black and white? It had to be. Black or white. It was. Remember when, if Michael Jackson was releasing a video, it was like, oh, yeah, halftime at the Super Bowl. Yeah, right. Or like, just prime time. Yeah. Like, when there was three networks. Crazy. And like, ABC would get like, like a 7 o'clock. Fucking Michael Jackson's yeah. new crazy videos and coming out. How many millions of people were watching it every <laughs> single time? Uh, remember the time? I remember that was during the Super Bowl. Uh huh. They're like just so like br- Michael Jackson's new video is yeah, going to play during everyone. the Super Bowl. Yep. Nuts. Probably when he was the halftime performer, I would guess. I'd have to assume his new video for Dirty Diana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good song. Underrated Michael Jackson song. Um, mirror speech. Oh, so after the mirror speech, yeah, we he's get the in classic, Buzz's room. The classic scene, then cut to Buzz's room. Every scene in this is, in a way, a classic scene, only because it's they're all burned in my mind. It's true. Um, he's climbing the shelf in Buzz's room, and he's an enormous, like... Seven foot tall shelf. Yes. That goes all the way to the ceiling. Yep. And he gets nearly to the top. And every single shelf breaks almost perfectly in half. Right. Even the ones he's not touching. Right. <laughs> Cleanly down the middle. Yeah. So that the 30 old ma- thirty year old man can fall down. The short again. 30 year old gets to fall down. Because <laughs> Macaulay Culkin was not that beefy. No, he is not. Or uh, seven inches taller. <laughs> uh, and after the shelf collapses, the he finds Buzz's stash of cash, yep. which will keep him alive for the next few days. And foreshadowing, the Buzz's tarantula escapes. 
Oh boy, and they do not let you forget for one moment in this movie that that tarantula is not out there. No, they do not. God damn. <laughs> like, I remember this scene, like, oh yeah, the tarantula is loose. Like, I remember, like, when it got out in this scene, like, that's part of it. Yep. This little terrarium or whatever breaks and it runs out. And I remember at the end, when, spoiler alert, the tarantula has a role. But in between then, I didn't know that they showed the tarantula 20 more times. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's like, yeah, the, I know. The tarantula's there. We're going to see it later. You made it real clear. Yeah. Anyways, this is the <laughs> first sighting. <laughs> I wonder what there'll be more of it by the end of this. Kevin Screams or tarantula sightings? Where are we at for Kevin Screams? Five? I think so. All right, so five to one right now. Yeah. But tarantula's the, behind, but I yeah. think he's going to catch up. All right. Yeah. So he gets out of the rubble, gets the cash, and then uh, it's off to the grocery store. Yep. But first we cut to um, Marv and Harry robbing a house. Yeah, they're across the street. So apparently before Christmas, the entire neighborhood goes to a different country for Christmas vacation. This is a thing that... They talk about, they're just robbing at will in the middle of the day. Yes, and they talk about how, he's like, this is our neighborhood. And I was like, oh, this extremely affluent neighborhood in a suburb of Chicago, you guys are just robbing house after house, Yeah. apparently year after year, Right. and it's just we own, going yeah. fine. Right. Yeah. You, no you two idiots, yeah, you two idiots are just <laughs> managing this like it's nobody's business. It's just easy. Yeah. It's just their it's their line of work, and it <laughs> yes. all works totally fine. Yes, yes. And somehow they get all these. They're able to. I mean, I don't know. I don't. It, but before the internet, I don't know how you went to a house and stole like glass. Like that's what Marv. Uh, they're stealing like just everything. Yes, randomly. And also, Marv is in this house just destroying everything. Right. These guys are actually much worse than they seem. Oh yeah, they're you terrible. Know, they're, they're they destroy awful. your house. They destroy yeah. their house. And as they're leaving... They're the wet bandits, you see. Marv puts some paper towels into the sink. Yep. Plugs it up. turns the water on. Yep. So not only has he destroyed most of the stuff in the house, he's literally going to ruin the house. Right. Flood the whole thing out. Yeah. As their calling card. They're the wet bandits. They're the wet bandits. And, and hey, Harry, Toll, hey, Toll, you know what? What? I heard they're going to do an all-female reboot of this yeah? movie, Home Alone. Did you? Uh-huh. And uh, like, there's gonna be a female. Like, uh, it'll be uh, lesbian parents, and there'll be a little girl. Like, Kevin will be all female. Girl. Tall, yeah, everything, yeah. including like these two, like Harry and uh, uh, Marv. Marv? Yeah. They're gonna be female uh, burglars. Oh, but they're still gonna be called the Wet Bandits. But the difference is, <laughs> they'll be called the Wet Bandits because stealing stuff makes them super horny. <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh man i got a chance to fit one of my stupid comedy bits into the podcast <laughs> seamlessly did you guys that know was that, that was seamless. did you know that's a pre-planned bit you guys <laughs> i told that joke on stage not not three days ago <laughs> that's true and it got a much better yeah. reaction here i feel like uh, did on stage. i thought it, i thought it went very well i don't remember hey guys if you want to see comedy uh a comedy show that toll and i host go to the bomb shelter every third friday of the month is that it's the third Friday? I think it was so. The last Friday, the not last? this month. No, no, it was the last Friday. Is that what it was? It's the last Friday. All right. Way to be a great co-host. I'm new to my position. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? What are we even talking about? Who cares? Oh, so as they're robbing this house, uh, there's a phone call to the house they're robbing. Yeah. 
and it is oh yeah 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 dad father McAllister saying calling hey, from Paris yeah calling from Paris here's our number please call us back they don't say he doesn't say we left our kid yeah but they do say we're in Paris yeah and Marv is like hey they're in Paris yeah see they really are in Paris it's like I knew it yeah by the way this is the only movie when I saw this movie that I'd ever seen Joe Pesci in and this is all Joe Pesci was to me and now this is uh, the least of Joe Pesci for me what ooh, Goodfellas must have came out a year before this I thought Goodfellas came out in 1990 Goodfellas may yeah it doesn't but this is this is for most of my life this this was Joe Pesci how old were you when you saw Goodfellas for the first time oh probably 14 Goodfellas came out in 1990 also. Boy, Joe Pesci had a big year in 1990. Oh, shit. What year? He would have been in Raging Bull before this. Yeah, he had lots of like smaller parts in uh, Scorsese. Well, he always had main, like, they were were character parts, but they were large parts. Yes. Because he's a big part of Raging Bull. Oh, yeah. He's a big part of Goodfellas. Um, so let's see, he, um, oh yeah, he was in, oh yeah. What? Goodfellas uh, and Home Alone came out in 1990. Man, he had the, he had the But he was in Lethal Weapon 2 before that. Oh, okay. I thought he was in Le- Lethal Weapon much later. Raging Bull in 80, but so basically, Goodfellas is what blew him up, and then he had Home Alone. Then the super JFK, my my cousin Vinny in ninety two. He's in JFK. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, I've never seen JFK. Uh, I've I've seen it maybe once, and then oh look at a how times. I need to. This is how I'm holding the mic now, because I'm too <laughs> quiet. Bronx Tale Casino. He's in a Bronx Tale. I don't remember him in that. He's got to be one of the like. But that's kind of it. Like after. Lethal Weapon 4, that was kind of it. He was so Gone fishing? Yeah, well, that was the same time. But But isn't he, he's about to- Eight heads in a duffel bag? Yep, that was that same era, too. Those late 90s movies that were all like, whoops. (laughs) Yes. He's a no bueno. Well, it was like Joe Pesci. Oh, the Irishman. He's going to be in the next big Scorsese movie. Oh, okay. With, um, it'll be Pacino. He released an album. Pacino, De Niro- and him, so it's like the old crew is getting back. I heard on NPR uh, he released an album a few months ago. Oh, I've heard no, and no, they said he did a long really time good. ago. He, it's not. As, I, I've heard one from a long time ago. Yeah, and he's just like he sounds like a 1950s crooner kind of. Yeah, but like almost like with a really high pitched voice. Yes. which I mean, it's he weird. does have. Yeah, <laughs> but he's a really good singer. Yeah, yeah, pretty oh, weird. Man, I have to look that up now. Yeah, we should probably. Find a fitting song, <laughs> a fitting Joe Pesci song. <laughs> if there is one, I will definitely. And if there's you might not, have to, if, if you might have to dig one, deep. Yeah, say if there's not one, then you know I tried and failed. Yeah. Okay, so now they know the McAllisters are gone. Now Kevin has gone to a drugstore to buy a toothbrush. Yes. Because as an eight-year-old, he didn't know how to pack a suitcase at the beginning of right. this that's, movie. That was the first thing. I'm like, okay. So he walked to the uh, uh, pharmacy and was going to go and buy a toothbrush on his own and choir and do all this 
like an adult would, but he has no idea how to pack a suitcase. And, and then I was, was he being disingenuous when he didn't know how to pack a suitcase? Because it seemed apparently like, because he has a lot of ability. Oh man, he's a regular Batman of eight year olds. Yes. Yeah, didn't know how to pack a suitcase, but he does need to buy a, a toothbrush, and it has to be approved by the ADA. This bothered me, Alex, because he picks out a toothbrush, <laughs> and it's clearly a Colgate toothbrush. And maybe this wasn't the case in 1989 slash... Bless you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Jesus. Slash 90, but he asked if it's approved by the American Dental Association. Right. And the woman working the counter with this precocious eight-year-old is asking this question is very annoyed Yeah, by him asking this. I was like, for one, it's a Colgate toothbrush. Maybe this wasn't the case in 1990 or 89 where it has the big ADA symbol on it. Right. But they do now. And either way, you're buying a name brand toothbrush. Just say yes. What kind of fucking toothbrush wouldn't be approved by the American Dental Association? I got one made of spikes. They oh, don't like that. All right, one. so that one I guess yeah. doesn't have it's the, just, the it's official more like, seal. It's got spikes on one end. The other end is like a steel wool. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was not approved by the ATA. It makes sense. I only use it sexually. Sure. Oh, I've heard of that. You know the yeah. old uh, the old. Uh, I like pain. Why do you think my gums are receding? <laughs> Couldn't be all this. You smoking. scrape them off with your metal <laughs> <Yeah>. toothbrush. <laughs> yes. <laughs> are you guys still listening to uh, this? Are we? Yeah. <laughs> so he's trying to buy this toothbrush, and then his neighbor, the South Bend stalker. Yeah, all of a sudden, we see the boots, the galoshes, yep. and the. Uh, and the. Does he have the shovel in the store? I think that he does. Um, that doesn't make any sense. He. Does not. I thought he Good. did too, but he I'm glad he yeah, does. That make He's sense. just got his galoshes. Yep. So he yep. walks up behind Kevin. Kevin is instantly like terrified, and, and the old man shoots him like an evil look. Like he's very like very scary eyes. So Kevin freaks out and turns around and runs just instinctively out of fear. You see, but he's got the in toothbrush. The process, he's shoplifting the toothbrush. Yes. You have to pay for that, young man. Yeah. Hey, hey, stop, stop. The stock boy comes running out, who is not also the pizza man. No, he's not. <laughs> no, nope. Not his second role. Just the stock boy. Yes, and he does. And they're yelling about an eight-year-old kid stealing yeah. a toothbrush. And it's like, it, the, so the stock boy runs out. He's like, hey, stop. And then he sees a cop giving a car ticket on the other side of the street. He's like, hey, shoplifter. And the cop's like, what? I better chase this child that has a thing that cost 99 cents in 1989. Right. Yeah. Kevin so, goes r- running through this park. Running. Cops chasing after cop, him. Fat old cop is chasing him. Yep. And there's a, a skating ice skating rink. rink right in the middle. Yeah. So he runs onto it. Oh, boy, do I hate this scene. Me too. I remember. I can remember when I first saw this thinking, oh, this is... This is not even when I was a kid. Yeah, it was this stupid. This is upsetting. Why you know? So what happens is he 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 runs onto the ice and falls down on his knees and starts sliding. And then they do another Home Alone close up on the face. Whoa! 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 And he's shooting across the ice as if jet propelled. 
Yes. Like if he was running and he slid on his knees, he would slide. I'll be real generous and say five feet. But he slides. He was not running very fast. He slides at a pretty high rate of speed for like 25 feet. All the way across, across the entire thing. Pond. The whole time going, wow, whoa. Oh, yeah. So annoying. It truly is. And the cop falls. I think cop falls on the ice. He gets on the other side, jogs up the stairs, and is free. Yep. The cop has given up. The cop has given up. No one noticed the cop trying to chase the child, and they let the child go. Yep. <sighs> Cut to Kevin is back walking down uh, the middle of the street, walking home after this whole fiasco has happened. He says, I'm a criminal. Because he stole a toothbrush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then we cut to the wet bandits. Our, uh, uh, oh, this is where we see that. I said it earlier. It happens now. There's, Marv is stuffing paper towels in the sink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah that, yes, that's when the whole wet bandits conversation. Yeah. We got a little ahead of that. Yeah, Harry so, does not approve. Right. He's like, oh, because he comes back in and he's like, what? Why are you laughing to Marv? Yeah. He's like, oh, you back did it again. Yeah, yeah. You, you did it again, didn't yeah. you? He's like, it's our calling card. We're the wet it's bandits. It's our calling card to ruin people's lives. Yes. We don't take, just steal uh, take, shit from them. Take every valuable thing that they have. Not and just then, take. And then Marv just, yeah, is and then knocking break, shit yeah. over with crowbars and breaking everything and ruining fucking everything and then destroy the actual house. And this is where you're like, "Oh, these guys f- suck. They're right. not just they're not doing this to sustain their lives. They're really awful people." Uh, and as they're doing that, they walk out. They have realized upon doing this that the McAllisters are not home. And Kevin is walking, and they are driving yeah. out of the driveway. They're arguing as yeah. they pull out of the driveway. Kevin is storming along down. Yeah. Not looking at what he's doing because yeah. he, he's upset that he's stolen this toothbrush. Yeah. And they almost hit him with their van. He steps out in front of them as they're rolling out. And guess Marv. what this is? Scream number six. Ah! ah! The truck rolls, or the van rolls right up to his face. Within like an inch of his nose. Yeah. Good scene. Good shot. It is. And they uh, step around, Joe Pesci is like, hey, little kid, you got to watch where you're going. You might get run over. And I'm going to remind you of a sound that we heard earlier. Ding, ding. <laughs> Which would be the gleaming of Joe Pesci's tooth. Gold tooth. And once he smiles at Kevin, ding. he says, you know what, fella? It's all right. It's all right? Yep. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Ding. Ding. And Kevin's face changes. Yes. Goes sullen. Yes. And he's like, oh. He immediately Harry, like turns around, yeah. starts hustling down the yep. sidewalk. And Harry's like, I don't like the way he just looked at me. And blah, he's blah, walking blah. down the street. Yeah. And let me uh, paint a picture for you. <laughs> Kevin is walking down the street, sauntering at a normal pace. Yeah. After he almost got hit by this van and then got uh <laughs> and then got a smile from the cop he saw at his house who whom he just recognized and knows there's been people kind of trying to break into his house. So they're following him in their van. Yeah. Kevin is walking down the street and he starts picking up speed. And Marv says why is he going faster? 
and Harry says, see, I told you there was something up with this kid. Yeah. Um, you are following him directly in a van. In a molester van. Going exactly the same speed as he's going. So the question why he's going faster doesn't make any goddamn sense. Right. He's going faster because you're following him in a fucking van. <laughs> so then they're, they're like, oh, let's follow him to his house. We'll see what house he goes into. Yes. And then he like takes off. Basically. Then he runs. Yep. And he hides in the. He hides in the nativity scene. Yeah. They go by the church. We go look in the church. He's like, I'm not going to the church. And they have a big life size nativity scene out front. That's how evil these guys know they are, by the way. Yeah, they can't go into a church. No. Which is funny and stupid. Also. So he goes, hides in the nativity scene, takes off his blanket after those guys are like, I'm not going in there. When they come back, when those guys come back, I'll be ready. Yeah. In the voice of an eight year old Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, because he hears them say, We'll come back at nine o'clock tonight. Like, so he's like, I'll be ready. Right. Yep, yep, yep. Here I wrote Alex very elaborate setup to make people look home. Yes, I don't know what that means. Uh, it means that those so the two guys uh, so Harry and Marv roll up in the rape band. Oh Jesus! At nine One o'clock, the, most, the maybe the most well a- another we keep iconic this. scene. Yeah. Yes, every light is on in the house again, and uh, luckily the what basement. Song is, what uh, song is playing at this point? Uh, rocking around yeah, 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 the yeah. Christmas tree rocking around the Christmas tree. Christmas yep. party. Yeah. So you see uh, the silhouettes of, of, the, of what looks like a bunch of people partying. In the and house. luckily we had seen earlier in the movie that the basement, no wonder the basement is scary of the McAllister's house. It, it is full of mannequins. Lots of mannequins for some for, reason. Because dad was into some weird stuff. Dad's rich. Maybe he makes mannequins. <laughs> we don't know. He's the top mannequin guy at whatever place he works at. There's a lot of mannequins. Yeah. And he has set up mannequins. He has set up a Michael Jordan cutout on a train train that's going around. Yep. There's a lady. There's a mannequin lady in the window on a turntable going around. And Kevin has many ropes tied to himself as he's Uh, dancing around. I forgot about this when I saw it. I was just like, ah, Jesus. And it is. It's it's a. Very memorable scene. I remember as a kid thinking this was amazing. Oh, like, just absolutely loving, loving this. This, yeah. uh, this. This is not. There's so many. All, well, all these Kevin scenes are very geared towards kids. Oh, it's absolutely. Just, it hits kids right in the spot of like, oh yes, I can do this. This is amazing. And then you watch as an adult, you're like, fuck yeah. this. Chris Columbus knew what he was shit. doing. Oh yeah. So did John Hughes. Everyone that made this clearly after this movie came out it was with top ten movies of all time. Yeah. That's how big this movie was. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, like, almost half a billion dollars, I think. Yeah. And you watch you watch this, and lots of mannequins. And the amount of time he spent, this kid spent, putting all this stuff together. Well, yeah, and the annoying part is, he's sitting, so he's standing there, like, dancing to rocking around the Christmas yeah. tree. Like, he's shaking his arms, each arm and each leg are attached to a different rope that's controlling the people that are sitting and eating. But if you watch the silhouettes of the people that are sitting and eating, it's pretty 
real like it's it's uh it's good like right. the the yeah. mo like the motions are good but we're led to believe that that's because he's sitting there just kicking his arms and legs <laughs> yes, around. Yes, yes. It's really dumb. It is. It's not realistic, guys. No, Home Alone is not realistic. Anyway, so um, <laughs> trying to think. So what? So the the Marvin Harry, they're like, oh, oh shit, there's people there. I need to take. I need to inhale. Oh, yeah. Really? Are you so stressed out? Okay, let's not be stressed out. Let's I'm inhale. Sorry. And exhale. <sighs> Much better. So, yeah, a bunch of mannequins. <laughs> and it's uh, Marv and Harry are watching this from the street. They're like, I thought, I thought they were gone. Because it's convincing. But when you look at it, you're like... If you're not stupid, look at it for twenty seconds. <laughs> yeah, you're like, it's, oh no, it's not very some fuckery here. Yeah, something weird is happening. Something uh, gives, but they're convinced. They're like, oh, I thought they were out of town. Apparently, they aren't, or someone's there, and they cannot hang. I'm gonna sneeze again. God damn! <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Oh that man! Funny. <laughs> Toll sneezed yeah. with a cigarette in his mouth. I don't smoke cigarettes, Alex. <laughs> no, it's a candy cigarette. No. <laughs> I'm burning alive. By the way, it's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. So this happens, and they're like, "Well, I thought they were gone." Meanwhile, back in France. Yep. The family's having a convo, not the family, but like Buzz and some of the, one of the cousins. Yeah. Like maybe his sister. I don't know. There's I think it's kids. one of the cousins. It's hard to yeah. tell. It's like, aren't you worried about Kevin? He says, A, Kevin whatever. Two, Kevin whatever. D, Kevin whatever. Uh, Buzz is real dumb. Yeah. Unless he did that on purpose, but he didn't. But A two D, that's what he says. Not oh, A B C, yeah, yeah. not one two three. A two D. He doesn't even know how the alphabet works, Alex. And if you look at his recent Google picture, oh Seems boy, oh right. boy, yeah, <laughs> correct. Cut to Pizza Boy coming to Kevin's house once again. With uh, a little pizza. Nero's twenty-minute pizza comes flying into the goddamn driveway. Well, I got a question for all you listeners and all of you, Alex's, right here. Uh, phone doesn't work. That's what we. Or does it? It it's clearly working. It works sometimes, but he ordered a pizza. Right. There was no there was no uh, Domino's app back then. And this is the first. Goddamn! Use- I love that Domino's app. Am I right, guys? Woo! Are you serious? Hell yeah. Domino's, why Why do they have to put all the cornmeal on the bottom of the pizza? Because they think they're fancy and shit. That's not, it's fucking, it ruins it. <laughs> the cornmeal dusting on the bottom ruins Yeah, fuck that shit. <laughs> why do you have to put cornmeal all over the pizza? That's a strong stance on the cornmeal. It corn is meal. a strong stance because I would probably like Domino's. If they didn't have that cornmeal shit, but I'd, at this point, I kind of prefer Little Caesars. <laughs> that is a lie. Domino's pizza is better. 
Mm, yeah, but, Domino's there, but pizza, there's a case to be made for Little Caesars, for sure. After Domino said, we're making our pizza better, they actually did. Yeah. I'm just going to give the shout out to Domino's. That was there. my first, or, or my original first big bit I had doing stand-up comedy. Oh, yes. I remember this. It was my, my first proud, like, oh, I put several jokes together about one topic, yes. and now I'm a real comedian. Several jokes about one topic. Yeah. Uh, the topic is my dick. I got several jokes. <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> or poop, because I'm a bad comedian. <laughs> that's the truth. <laughs> I have so many poop jokes. People are like, "You, you've done, you've got paid to do this." I'm like, "Yep, yep." True story. <laughs> poop jokes. I got sexist, and a girl was. I got sexist. I didn't get sexist. I was accused of being sexist. Yep. And a joke that I very much said to myself, I have to make this joke that seems sexist not be sexist. It's actually I got not. called out. It's not sexist. It's not. It's a it's an observation. And <laughs> I was called sexist. And she's like, This girl that seen me do comedy one time said that's classic toll joke. This is 90% of his comedy. And I was like, 90% of my comedy? You need to check my colon, bitch. (laughs) Which is sexist. But only because she was not very nice. And it didn't make any sense. And she was wrong also. She was absolutely wrong. Thanks, Alex, for having my back. Always, my man. Talking about our bits. Can I weave another bit into this one? I don't think so. I have a lot of good Christmas jokes, but <laughs> we'll do. save those for next podcast. Oh, man. Oh, by the way, let's just plug away here right in the middle of the podcast that December uh, 16th. Yes. I left the these next, live music. The next live Let's Ruin Our Childhood will be taking place where we will ruin the 1969 classic Christmas special. 69? Yeah. That is later than I thought for how weirdly racist and strange Rudolph, Rudolph the Red-Nosed the Reindeer, Red-Nosed Reindeer Yep. Interesting. Back to Home Alone. Back to Home Alone. <laughs> anyway. Let's get ahead of ourselves. He Let's ordered a pizza. He ordered a pizza. The yep. phone doesn't work. He uses the phone again later. It yep. doesn't make any sense. Yep. The phone works when it's uh, convenient for the plot and vice versa. Alex, I wrote a lot of these notes, and I said I'll know what that means when I read it, yeah. and I don't. I do that with jokes all the time. Late uh, at night, after I've been a little, I'll start writing jokes, yeah. and I'm like, I know I was, what that'll mean. And then the next day I read it, I'm like, a possum in the garage goes boom? That is nothing. <laughs> what are you talking uh, about? Oh, yeah. I have jokes like that. Believe yeah. me. It's a hard. It's, it's the life of a of a struggling comedian, guys. Yeah struggling to be funny us not just you what my god help us help he mastered that scene moving oh this is my point kevin McAllister moving all of those oh things. yeah 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 yes what I, was, what, I what I was referring to each rope on each limb yeah, he was, wow, man, yeah. he got real good at that. Extremely. This crazy thing he put together, he couldn't even pack a suitcase. Right. Got a cheese pizza. 
Finally. That was the big thing that caused the controversy yeah, that was, earlier. That's how all this whole shit storm started yeah. was over a goddamn cheese pizza. Yeah. Home Alone, at its very core, is a movie about a cheese pizza and its effect on this family. <laughs> yes. Massive effect. Yes, it is. Uh, so it's the same. So now reprising his role as the pizza boy, it's Pizza it Boy. He's back. Oh, this is the first <laughs> use of the Angels with Filthy Souls. Did I say that already? I don't think so. This is where he uses Angels of Filthy Souls to his own advantage because he gets the pizza. Right. But he didn't need to do it in this scene. No, this is just some sadistic. He's just being an asshole. Yeah, just, where he barely tipped. He doesn't know what tipping is. He's eight. Yeah, he's a little dickhead kid. Uh, keep the change, you filthy animal. Yeah, hey, so, an impression I can do. Hey, All right. high five. Shake hands. hands. We're shaking hands. <laughs> so the pizza. Uh, so the pizza boy comes to the house. There's a there's a note on the door that says "Go to the back door." So pizza boy runs back there because it's twenty minutes or less. So he runs yeah. back, and he's like. Hey, like knocks on the door, and so then Kevin cranks up the TV, and he starts in with the whole speech. Here's my other question: How loud is this little tiny kitchen TV? Yeah, it's like a, it's like an 11 inch kitchen black and white TV. It's very convincing to everyone outside of the kitchen. Yeah, because audio was a uh, optical HD quality back then. <laughs> it truly was. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, well, Keep yeah. the change. You Keep the change, you filthy animal. Like that's yes, what it probably yes. sounded like. But in if the movie, that, yeah, yeah, it's high quality, lifelike audio. Yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah. Cut two. He gets his pizza. He barely tips the guy, and then keep the change, you filthy animal. Dude is running away. Thinks thinks yeah, he's the, getting the, shot he at. He goes. He, it's the scene. Yeah, he starts. He hears machine gun fire, which. Uh, that, that, yeah, even more than the talking is the machine Very gun much fire. More so than the talking, the machine gun fire from a TV. Uh, maybe this kid was mentally disabled. <laughs> I don't know. He's but, a bad actor. I know. I can yeah. tell you that much. He uh, was very convinced he was getting shot at. Right. Later, that makes sense. But and I remember this watching this the first time in theaters. The entire theater exploded in laughter. Oh, yes. Thought it was so goddamn funny. This is why people saw this movie five times and made half a billion dollars or whatever it <laughs> yes. made. We should probably look that up. No, it's ha- it was over. almost it was like four hundred and eighty nine okay. million. That is insane. I think that might just be the domestic. Yes. Or I don't know. I said yes as if I knew. I don't know. <laughs> Cut to uh Paris Airport. Yep. Mom is offering the She's old lady that's in every movie ever. Playing an old lady in the late 80s, yes. early 90s. Yes. She's offering her lots of stuff. What other, name another movie she was in. I can't, I can't. but she was in, she was in so many of them. She gets choked by Bullseye in Daredevil. That is not a good example. That's a terrible example. The Ben Affleck Daredevil. I think I saw that one, the one time in I the was theater. the only person that still. I was like, if the soundtrack was different, Daredevil would have been. Was it a lot of Evanescence? Oh. How can you see into my eyes like open door? Wake me up. And I was like, yeah, wake me up when this fucking movie's over. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. I like Daredevil. Sort of. I said, they, if they had done it right, Ben Affleck would have had a 
Although, oh, for sure. That's just ahead of its time and not in the right hands. Yeah. The soundtrack ruined the movie. One of the <laughs> few movies where you can say that. The soundtrack and the- And uh, the Daredevil outfit. The schoolyard fight <laughs> oh, between yeah. Jennifer Garner and Ben Affleck. A blind guy and a small woman fighting on a playground. Why? Wire foo like you've never seen before. <laughs> For you're like, why is this happening? Oh, you, he has. Don't worry, his secret's out. This blind guy can do anything. Period. Yeah. And everyone kind <laughs> of better. knows that, but yeah. yeah, it doesn't make any goddamn sense. I did think Michael Clark Duncan cast as. Uh, w- the kingpin was great. Yeah, make him. But if you could find a better version of a human, a real human, human kingpin, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was him. Yeah, you couldn't find one, even though the kingpin was white. Michael Clark Duncan was black. But that now was they great could do casting. now they could do an amazing CGI one. That would just well be- uh, in the Netflix version, Vincent D'Onofrio was good. Oh yeah, really that's good. right. I never. I did not watch those. I, although Nofrio, I did start watching The Punisher. So often, plays villains. So People really like The Punisher. They did not like the Defenders. I watched Daredevil. I haven't watched any of the entirety of the other ones. But. Okay, you guys, you just got like seven mini reviews right there <laughs> in the middle of this fucking <laughs> oh man podcast. We, oh, okay. All right. All right, so mom is bartering with the old lady that's in all the movies. She is that offering just started that last. Uh, she's offering two first class tickets. Yeah, she's offering money. She's offering her earrings. Yeah, she's offering, but once again, barely explaining herself. Yeah, to where she finally gets them to agree when she explains what's happening. But up until this point, she refuses she to tell said, her story. It's a very compelling story. Like no just tell shit. people. Not, I mean, we left. We accidentally left our. Eight-year-old son home alone by himself. We and we're on the other side of the country, and he's a little uh, dumbass, smart world, ass kid. Not the country. Yeah, the world. I mean, yes. But she's like, "Oh, my son is alone. And we have to get. Like, I have to get yeah. home. The cops are indifferent. This old lady is indifferent. Yeah, no one is concerned at all. No but, one's willing to help. And she has offered thousands of dollars worth of stuff for them to stay two more days. They finally agree when she says. You don't understand. My son is home alone. Something to that degree. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Why didn't you just say that in the first place? Exactly. You're burying the lead every time you bring this up. And they finally agree to let her have their plane tickets. Um, and then I wondered, did did they take all the stuff that was being offered? Because that old lady was way into it. Oh, yeah. She was loving the deal she was yeah. getting. And yeah. she's like, is that a real Rolex? Yeah, she's totally shaking like, her down. Damn. Yeah. God damn. Hard yeah. Are you a wet bandit? <laughs> Might as well be. Are, is, it, is this making you super horny? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that joke never gets enough laughs. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I wondered. But now Kevin is, we're back at home, back at Kevin's house, yeah. and he is missing his family for real now. Finally. Yes. And I think part of the, I kept asking myself throughout this movie, why doesn't he go to a cop and say, hey, I need help, or anyone else, any other adult human on earth? Right. And in defense of this movie, I will say because he thinks they never really bring it up. 
but he thinks he magically made his family disappear. So and maybe he's nervous about that. That's the only way to explain all of the stupid decisions he makes throughout the rest of the then movie. Then he has to cover his or murderous all, I should tracks. say all the stupid decisions he doesn't make. Okay, so I I think I agree with what you're saying. So the theory is this then, that Kevin believes that through his own will of his mind that he had his entire family wiped out and vanished They the no earth. longer exist. Because and he now asked. he's all the... All, his activities that he's been doing since this time are basically to cover his tracks not, not, and to live a normal, make yes. sure everything seems normal so that no one knows that he murders, murdered his entire family. Not finding an adult is a result of Kevin McAllister thinking that he eliminated his family <laughs> from existence. And he doesn't want any questions. Because that's the only explanation. He doesn't want anyone sniffing around For the, the house. rest of this movie. Even before this, but for the re- from this That's movie exactly from here on right. out, the only possible explanation is that Kevin McAllister is like, I don't want to get caught for removing my family from existence. Because otherwise, this is a dark movie. This movie doesn't make any goddamn sense. So that has to be what the that is the linchpin is. of the movie. Yes, is oh they, they should have that he should have said that At, or. Because but you can't you can't root for a kid that 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 believes he murdered his family well, and is can, trying to make sure he, he gets do away it on with purpose it. and he's a kid and he thinks no, that that's what happened. No, not when he's being so devious about everything. <laughs> People I suppose that audiences that's true. won't get behind that. <laughs> <laughs> he's barely like well, no, he was compl- he was a thousand percent lovable in the in the 90s, but when you watch it now with our jaded uh, let's ruin our childhood eyes it's like this is a very unsavory character. Yes. Everyone, <laughs> kind of most of the people in the movie are. Yes. Oh, the family, they all very much hate each other and, and are very aggressive, <laughs> aggressive about showing it, the things they say and how sh- shitty they are to each other no the entire is, time, yeah. from the beginning to the end. Yeah. The only redeemed relationship is with Kevin and his mom, I guess. That was nice. That's nice. It is. It is nice. It will be nice. Yeah. Um, Anyways, so okay, yeah. So now we're at the another another shower scene. Guess what? This is this is the um, white Christmas scene. This is the white Christmas scene Singing along with uh, who sang this one? Bing Crosby. Yeah, the classic. Christmas. Oh, we're ready to record a Christmas album. Was that David Bowie and Bing Crosby doing that? Can it be? Oh, fuck it, eh? <laughs> and yeah, he puts the fucking aftershave on again and yes. screams. It was again. a replay of this the is same... Scream number six? Six. Six. Number six for screams. We're still at number one for uh, tarantula, tarantula That's not sightings. True. That's absolutely not true. I'm pretty sure. But maybe it is. It, yeah, I don't think I got it. Yeah. Sings White Christmas. Now he's going grocery shopping. Yep. Which is really stupid. He's an eight-year-old kid, but as a uh, no, but uh, yes, but remember, as a kid, this scene being like, "Oh my God, if I went shopping by myself, like oh, it yeah. never even occurred to me." Yes. So this is like a mind blower. And for it's a kid. like, oh, grown-up moment. Yes. Yes. 
and he's that's kind <laughs> of where he's at at this point. Yeah. Apparently, so he gets a, he gets a cart, acts like he knows what he's doing. He's barely taller yeah. than the cart. Gets all his groceries, rolls up uh, to check out, and the uh, checkout girl is sort of a jaundiced eye towards him, like, "Hey." What's going on here? A jaundiced eye? Yeah, that's right. Is that a thing that people say? It is. It means a- you give them kind of like the, what the fuck's going on in your eye? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Jaundiced? Yes, absolutely. I wrote, she's a curious cashier. Are you with here a, by with yourself? A, with a terrible hairstyle. <laughs> well, it was 1990, baby. Don't worry about it. I'm not going to remember thinking that when I first saw it. I don't know. It's one of those things that stuck out. I'm like, why is her <laughs> hair long but... I don't know. Wong but bad. Like my dick. (laughs) (laughs) Podcast over. Uh, We're going to remove that part. Let's do the gold tooth sound effect. Ding. Ding. (laughs) We'll talk about his wiener. Oh, God. I don't know if you know this about Toll, but his his wiener is, uh, the end of it is also gold. Ding. It is. I had it replaced. (laughs) You got a gold grill on your wiener? (laughs) Yes. Sure. Oh, man. The golden fleece. It's my pubes. Don't worry about it. Wow. <sighs> I sigh because this is this is where people tune out. Toll did it again. Yep, I'm they, done with this podcast. They tune out. They tune, their, they tune the radio <laughs> dial over to star 102.5. <laughs> yes. All right. So he goes okay. to check out, and she's like, Where's your? It's like, hey, what's what's your deal? And it's like, oh, I'm doing the shopping. It's like, where's your mom? She grew in the car. In where's the your dad? He's at work. Where's your brother and sister? Only child. Mm. It's an, this is another uh, Kevin McAllister being very sharp. Yeah, um, Macaulay Culkin is the, good at yeah, this shit. Yes, the, that's that scene. I don't know if you said it the yet. The scene, the scene in uh, Uncle Buck when he's um, he's uh, basically like. Interrogating Uncle Buck is the he's, reason he's, he's this interro- movie exists. Yeah, right. He's interrogating John Candy through the uh, mail slot. Yes, like that blew everyone's mind. That's where yes. all this come from. This so this is a this is an homage to that sort of. Yes, it's the same because people went nuts for it. Look at that! Look how smart that little boy is. He's so cute, and he holds his face and screams, and we all go crazy because yeah. it's 1990, and we love MC Hammer and the walls going down <laughs> and. Uh, have you said it yet that Macaulay Culkin is bad at being sincere, though? He is. There's a handful of times in this movie where he tries to smile or tries to look concerned. I think he has, like, borderline personality disorder. He seems like he, he has no soul. And he's trying to act like a normal person, but he can't really be sincere about feelings. He's kind of robotic. I know people like that. I know. Named Alex Carter. <gasps> How what? dare you? No. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're having fun, guys. We are. We got to hurry this thing along. because We, <laughs> we got to get to the even... third act, which is the best part. My God. Okay, blah, blah, blah. She That's the only part shit. that matters. I know. All right. Uh, so he's carrying the groceries home. Oh, guess what? The bag He bought milk. Open. He bought laundry detergent. He bought a lot of stupid shit. And as he's walking home, dot, dot, all, all the groceries fall out of his bag. Uh, and just let me say for a moment, I hate in movies when they get groceries and they bring them home and it's so clear that the grocery bag is full of prop groceries because the bag weighs six ounces. Yes. And you see, I mean, you sat down, there's no way. I even wrote down. It takes me out of it every time. And this is a huge example of that where he's carrying the bags and you can tell 
he's having no problem holding up what should be 50 pounds of groceries. And then even when the bags blow open, everything hits the ground kind of, it's clearly empty because they all kind of bounce around. I even, well, if you look. Oh, it makes me so mad. It's funny because I paused it and I, the gallon, the, or the half gallon of milk. Yeah. Is clearly an empty plastic bottle. No, there's like stuff in it, but it's really, it's not a gallon. It's not milk. It's like, why didn't you, why can't you just put some shit? Like you had the remote to release the yeah, bottom obviously. of the bags. Yeah, obviously, yes. Yeah. Right. Just put some shit in there. Yeah. Who cares? It hit the ground hard. It would be more effective. And how far was he from home? How did he get, did he take three trips to go back and forth to get this shit home? And why did he buy laundry detergent? He's about to do laundry, Alex. It's been two days. The entire story takes two days, three days. Three days. Over the span of three Third days. Third day is Christmas, I'm right. pretty sure. Yeah. The first day being the night into the second day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So he's doing laundry. Why? And buying food. Number one, I guarantee, with, with a house that big and that many people in there, there's food in there. Keep in mind, yes, he was eating 15 pounds of ice cream at the beginning of this movie. That's true. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, what? Why did he have to go buy groceries? And why did he buy laundry detergent? And at the end of this movie, he said he bought fabric softener. Yeah, he went out of his way to say He didn't that. even know how to pack a suitcase. That was a catalyst for everybody being a dick to him. Oh, I know. Uh, yes, everyone's saying that he's a little and he shithead felt, and he can't do like, anything. But somehow he's able to do every, literally everything an adult person can do. Yes. With and, ease. With ease. Yes. No problem. He just decided that basically... He has to protect his house, so now he knows how to do everything. As soon as you're not yes. scared, you just know how to do everything. I'm not afraid anymore, but he, he but he was. <sighs> He's afraid of the neighbor, but not the guys that are trying to rob his house. Toll, can I be honest? I feel like this movie is not really very realistic. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't compare to Honey, I Shrunk the Kids with realism. Well, no, nope. that, that was flat and terrible. No one. Don't worry, I'll edit erase it out. that one. I too. promise, I'll edit it out. <laughs> so <laughs> he's doing laundry, and that, that's great. Cool. Yeah. It's a good plug for Tide. Uh, then we cut to uh, the the Wet Bandits. They're back. They're back. Marv, check it out. That's what Joe Pesci makes Marv go look at the house. And he does, and he pops his head. Oh yeah, he goes through the, door. the doggy door. Macaulay and Kevin Culkin's is like on doing a dishes. Macaulay yep. Culkin's doing dishes, and then he sees <clears throat> he sees Marv's head. Marv does not see him. Yeah, and no, he's, well, he sticks his he sees his shadow outside <clears throat> outside the door. Yeah, so he's like, Ugh. and I think like Marv puts his foot in, and his little galosh yeah. galoshes. Thing. Oh, I thought he put his head through. Not first. No, okay. He puts his foot through first and drops his little like rubber shoe off. He's like, oh shit. And he picks it up. And uh, Kevin uses that time to go get the gun. Yeah. And then uh, that's when Marv is like, oh, hey, what's going on in there? Hey, kid, blah, blah, blah. And the, conven- the convenient uh, firecrackers. From yeah. Earlier. So then he goes and gets. A pot puts it down, puts a 
big thing of firecrackers. What's they just having a drawer in the kitchen? Well, they're Buzz's firecrackers. Oh, that's right. There was foreshadowing, but why are they down there? I don't know mm. why they're, but but it was foreshadowed, and for some reason they're conveniently located in the kitchen now, as if he had this planned. Yeah, as and, if he had it planned is correct yeah. because then it gets weird because when it starts going off, the Angels with Filthy Souls is playing again. Yes. Did, so he had that queued up, ready he's to He's always got it queued up. He does. <laughs> he has it on pause. And he's a master of rewinding and, and fast-forwarding and so, timing it perfectly. Yeah, because Harry, he's, Harry's listening and he, he's like, oh, there's some shit yeah. going on in here. That's right. I'll give you 10 seconds to count blah, blah, blah. Get blah, your blah. fat, ugly keister the fuck out of yeah. here, whatever. And then it, one, two, ten. And then machine gun sound effects that from a tiny 1990s kitchen TV are enough to sound, uh, be louder the, than the fireworks. Fire well, yes, when they're outside of the door, all you hear is the machine. Well, the... The firecrackers obviously synced up perfectly yeah. with the machine gun fire in the movie. Alex. But I do, again, I remember watching this in the theater and everyone just dying. One. Hilarious. Two. Watching him Dead. run through, run and dive through the snow. I mean, it was so, it was like, the la- that's, like the laughter was so loud you couldn't hear what the fuck was happening because people were losing their minds. Oh, yes. Keep the change. And then Kev, yeah, you Kevin. killed the animal he, and he mouths he it. He mouths it, yeah. With the remoteness. Mouths. <laughs> Mouths. <laughs> what a weird uh, word. Mouths. This is going to be our longest podcast ever, Alex. Nah, we're good. It's only been like 20 minutes. Right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Uh, so he, he runs back into the van. and uh, He's talking to like, oh, Harry. Snakes? Do you know what snakes? I heard him. He said, I think I recognize that voice. Yeah. And also yeah. that name. Snake. Harry's like snake, snake, snake. Well, he recognized because in the universe of this movie, that is an iconic movie, right? We assume. Yeah, that is. Uh, it's also an iconic movie. It's an iconic fake movie in real life because everyone can quote almost that entire thing. <laughs> yes, the whole movie. Uh, yeah, keep the change, you filthy animal. And Cut to so Maureen. Marv, Marv thinks. Wait, wait, wait. Uh-oh. Marv thinks they've been. Oh yeah. They're trying to. He witnessed some crazy shit between two other gangs of yeah. robbers in this yeah, affluent yeah, yeah. Chicago suburb. Right. And, and he says, "Let's get out of here." And Harry's like, "Well, we should wait and see who it is." What happens after that? I don't know. <laughs> what happens then is we get a cut to. They they make that decision, uh, and then we cut to Maureen O'Hara is in America. Back to America, where I belong. You may take my life. (laughs) You may take my children's lives. You may take my plantation. Yes. Uh, Catherine O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara is back. She's she's talking to another ticket agent. This time she's freaking out. She's in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Yes, she is. So she's close. She is in America. Yeah. Scranton, looking for a plane ride, looking for a car ride, looking for anything she can find 
the ticket guy is not helpful at all. No. Not by it's not his fault. But she's getting mad at him. But then you see in the background a gentleman with a with a yellow jacket on. You he, do indeed, and he, that man is John Candy. He eventually makes his way up to the ticket counter. Here's uh Catherine O'Hara's uh dilemma. And then he talks to her. Yes. And he's like, uh, you don't know me? Oh. And he goes through. So he good. is very funny in this. You know oh, what? John you know, Candy is fucking great. The trivia said he improvised all of his lines. Are you kidding me? And I completely, when I hear that, I'm like, oh, of course he did. Man. Like, a lot like of it wasn't Kenosha even scripted Kickers, at all. Yeah. The Polka King of the Midwest. That, that, the, he, he improvised all that. That is insane. Yeah. But Catherine O'Hara. It's yeah, a mighty great and, and imp- well, and those two are both in SCTV. So. Oh, those two yes. both were in SCTV yeah. in '76 together, so they have a long history. So of course they played off each other yeah. amazingly. Oh God damn it, John Candy! Why'd you die so young? He was great. He was great. Big fat guy though. Big fat guy. Yeah, smoked a lot of cigarettes. Yeah, it's not a uh, people like that uh, don't live to be. Yeah. Really old man. He was really great. Kenosha Kickers, Polka King of the Midwest. <laughs> and then he polka, names polka, off. Polka, <laughs> yes. polka, polka, polka. Yeah. It's like we had a, we had a huge hit back in uh, 1973. Yeah. Sold 621 copies. Just, in Chicago? It's like, oh, uh, Sheboygan. That's all improvised. That yeah. is fucking great. And so, because he, I mean, he creates. He's such a minor character. He's a throwaway character, but he carves himself out like, oh, I know who oh. this guy is. More than like the dad. Oh, more than almost anyone in yeah. the whole. I mean, he, and he steals did it, it. And, and he made it up as he went effortless. There's effortlessly. a reason John Candy Ugh. was this big fat guy that got to be a huge movie star. Yeah. That's all I got to say about that. John Candy is great, and he's in many great movies. Yeah. Goddamn. All improvised. That's crazy. We will get to Uncle Buck one day for sure. I said 621. It was 623. 623. Like, we sold what? 623 copies. Oh. <laughs> and he's like, Chicago? No. Sheboygan. Sheboygan, Wisconsin. And they're driving to Milwaukee, and they're like, Milwaukee's on the – or Chicago's on the way to Milwaukee. We yeah. will drop you off. And yeah. it's so sweet. It's yeah. One of the nicest scenes. Yeah. He is the only good guy in the movie. Yes, he's the only helpful person. He's total sweetheart. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Through and through, great. And everyone else is, to one degree or another, a real shithead. I don't. I, no one comes out say, clean from this movie except for John Candy. You just yeah. said we'll do planes, trains, and automobiles. I don't think that that's one we can. No, I said do. Uncle Buck. Oh, you did. Yeah, never mind. I keep asking to do planes, trains, and automobiles. I know. Actually, we can't. I've seen that movie. Much less than I've seen this one. Like we could have probably done that. Oh no, we could have, but it's but it's so good. Kind of flawless. It would have been like, oh, look how great this is. Yeah, oh, and there would be nothing. Wasn't that funny? Oh, wasn't that funny? I yeah, mean, we could find, but not like this. No, There's the same plenty. is true of Uncle. There's Buck. plenty to feast on here. Yes, especially we haven't even. Oh my God, Alex. We're fine. Okay, we're fine. We're fine. People love this, right, guys? And we love you. Merry Christmas. <laughs> All right. So she agrees, yeah. and then we cut back to the Wet Bandits. There. She agrees to a ride with the Polka guys. Yeah. To go to Chicago. We do cut to the Wet Bandits doing something. They're basically posting up in the van. They're waiting for... Uh, 
What are they waiting for? Are they, wait, are they just waiting for someone to come to out? Come outside. Yeah. Yeah. And then Kevin finally does to cut off the top of a tree. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a, there's a pine tree in the front yard. He saws the top off. Top, yeah. top off off? Top, top off off? Half off. And Kevin is inside, kind of, decorates yeah. the Christmas tree. And this is where this Harry is says, scene. I think we got scammed by a kindergartner. Yeah. Oh, and they did. They did. Fully and completely. So they go up. So so Kevin's in the house decorating the Christmas tree by himself like a little gentleman with yeah. his little sweater on and everything. Suddenly. Yeah. And the worst sudden, kid in the house, but now that he's alone, yes, he's an adult. A responsible, amazing yeah. kid that yeah. can do anything, no problem. And then uh, Harry's in the window looking at him like this. Oh, there he Isn't is. It, I think, yeah, it is yeah. Harry. Joe Pesci's. Yeah, Sorry. Joe Pesci's looking in the window. And, uh, and he's looking at a Christmas McCoy ornament. Culkin's hanging Christmas balls. Yes. And he sees behind the, in the reflection. In the reflection of the Christmas ornament, he sees Joe Harry. Pesci yeah. Yeah, looking at him, creeping yeah. in the window. So I was like, oh, what, Mom? Oh, no, Dad. Yeah. He's like, Dad, can you come help me? Can you come help me, Dad? He says, oh, well, now they're both talking. And uh, Harry is like, we should we should come to this house tonight. Yes. And rob it. Yeah. And this is where Marv at least has one moment of <laughs> being not horrible where he's like, I think that's a bad idea. We shouldn't come to this house where this kid is. Yeah. Because, you know, that's kind of awful. <laughs> as far as we know. As far as Because we're knows. just going to have to murder him. Yeah. Because yeah. if we were in a sort of uh, criminal at all, we would definitely have a weapon with us. Oh, yeah. And uh, the alternative title of this movie in a realistic world is Everyone Dies. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, a lot of ki- 100%. a lot of 10-year-olds didn't go see Everyone Dies. <laughs> but that's what this movie would have been. And there, have you seen the version on uh, Family Guy? <laughs> yes. Where it's like, Home Alone, if it was realistic. <laughs> and it cuts to Kevin on the top of the stairs. Hey, guys, come up here if you're not chick. And he like puts a gum, shoots oh, him, and he God. falls down the stairs. He's like, I guess that's it. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That would be it. Oh, <laughs> Shoot the kid in the head. Family Guy shooting kids. It always bothers. Have you seen the... Okay. Not to go into, but the Family Guy Christmas episode with the like, with like the emaciated elves. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. Stewie and Brian kidnap the family, and kill them all. Oh, hate no, it. no. That's when they um they they accidentally beat the dad de- to death. Yes, and then they kill the whole family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's wow. very dark. It's so dark. <laughs> and then clearly that's what they wanted to do. But I think that's was... what they were going for, yeah. Pretty safe to say. Ugh. It was not fun. Anyways. Anyways, yeah. Marv thinks it's a bad idea to come back. Macaulay Culkin hears them say, basically, we'll be back here at 9 o'clock. Yeah. Because he's standing in a window listening to them 10 feet away. <laughs> yes. Great. Cut to the polka truck. Uh, they're all playing poker. They're sitting in the back of a U-Haul truck. Catherine O'Hara. With their gold jackets on. Yes. Playing poker. And John Candy offers his clarinet to her. Hey, guess who knows how to play clarinet really well? This guy. Are you serious? Yeah, I played it in high school. You played the clarinet? Yeah. I played the trombone. 
Oh, that's right. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? Uh-huh. How did you end up with clarinet? And stuff? Uh, because uh, in fifth grade, when you go to be in band, like they had the day where you're like, try out each try instrument. instrument. Yes. And the only thing I could even make work a little bit was a clarinet. I'm like, I don't want to play this. But you know what's funny about I'm so clarinets? terrified about not being able to play anything. I'm like, I guess I got to play this fucking clarinet. Only girls play it, but I guess now I am. It's funny, though, because clarinets seem lame, but it's badass. Yeah, I love playing that thing. It was great. Could you still play it now at Bro- all? Well, yeah. at all is a strong. I can I can read music. I can, still, I can read music. I could I could I can read I can read a bass clef. I'm pretty sure I can still know. The, I know the fingering on a clarinet. Thumb, thumb F. Or did finger. you mean Claire and Annette? <laughs> F. What a stupid laugh. A C D E. Oh boy, I could probably that is I could crazy. Probably to pick me. it up. Yeah. Anyways, but it I, also makes perfect sense. And I kind of forget that I that I did that. You know, Alex Carter, the most mysterious person <laughs> anyone has ever known. But it's weird. I, saw, I, and I, I haven't seen that scene in a while, and I saw him play the clarinet. I'm like, oh yeah, I know how to do that. I forgot. I can know how to do that. <laughs> weird. It's yeah. That's what happens when you get old. Till you forget you, things you used to know how to do. Like, oh yeah, I used to do whatever. Oh no, I yeah, I used to play the <laughs> trombone. It's it is what it is. Can I call you T-Bone from now on? So my, my dad used to say, uh, <laughs> time to go blow your boner when he wanted me to practice. And you're like, that's probably the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. Uh, yes. <laughs> and practicing consisted of me watching TV and going going like this. <laughs> For two seconds. Because I was like, this is... I don't want to do this. <laughs> I wish I had. Why didn't... Okay. Don't you wish you would learn something useful like the piano? Yes. Or the fucking guitar? Yeah. I started trying... I felt that way. Like I started, why did I have to put all... I put all this effort in the trombone. I know. Me too. It, yeah. I Yes. If I could play the fucking piano or guitar... I started trying to teach myself guitar. I would still guitar. have a worthwhile thing to do. I started trying to teach myself guitar like eight or nine years ago. I took guitar lessons from this meth head. My dad had to pay 20 bucks a session. Each session was a half hour. And he realized after about six of them, this guy wasn't teaching me anything. (laughs) He was just playing guitar and be like, yeah, I have this album called Iowa. I was like, "Uh, not Slipknot. I was going to say Slipknot? No, no, no. no. I assume that's where the story was going. It's not going anywhere. (laughs) It's going, at one point, finally my dad was like, my dad was like, "Uh, you go sit in the car. I'm going to go talk to this guy. And I assume that guy is dead now. Right. Your dad picked him up by <laughs> yeah, with one yes, hand yes. and choke slammed him. He sl- he tossed him to China, <laughs> yes, all the way because your dad was a total badass uh, like that. This is a true story. <laughs> okay, anyways, back to Home Alone, nineteen nineties Home Alone. Oh my god! Uh, they're on the truck. Uh, they're playing uh, polka music. Yep, it's uh, a cute scene. Dip, dip, dip. So now Kevin is walking, and he's going to talk to Santa's Santa. village. He yep. catches up. He's, he sees an elf's shoes, he's, and he's like, ah, nice shoes. And she's like, ah, hey, kid. Man, man. Yep. Like, Can I talk to Santa? It's like, you know, I think he's getting into his, into his car right now. Yep. Uh, the worst car of all time. He's Santa smoking a cigarette, beard yep. under his chin, smoking a cigarette. Bill Murray's brother. Mm. 
Is it? The youngest one, yeah. Ah. And they, he goes and talks to him. He's like, oh, I know. He's like, I need to talk to you. He's like, oh, kid, I got a second, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He's like, I know you're not the real Santa, but, I know but he how is this eight. Works. Yeah. You work for him. You can get the word to him. Uh, I just want my family back. And he explains this, and he's like, my cousins, my sisters, my brothers, my parents. Yeah. And if you can make the effort, my Uncle Frank, who's the worst person of all time. And this guy <laughs> doesn't if essentially hit, doesn't react. He's very nice. Right. But the information he was just given by this boy young young boy who's all alone. Yeah. So like basically my My family's gone. My family's Please vanished. Help me. <laughs> I don't yes. know what to do with myself. He I need finally, help, so I'm he praying to says Santa the thing for he help. Should say to someone, yes, and, and it's, it's a a well-meaning, but doesn't really understand what's happening. No. I guess Santa. I suppose. Why would you? And if a kid came up to me and was like, "I want my family back," I'd be like, "Kid, be like, ha yeah, stay in yeah. school. Get the hell yeah. away from me." <laughs> here's here's Kevin Spacey's address. Oh, you did it again. It wasn't me this time. <laughs> what a horrible thing to say. Nah. Eh, it's not. It is what it is. And Sam's <laughs> like, "Oh, let me let me find a candy cane for you or something." Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. After, so, and he gives him some Tic Tacs, which is quite funny. He says, "Don't spoil Don't your dinner." Spoil your dinner, which was pretty fucking funny. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas cuz it's Christmas Eve right now. Yeah. It's Christmas Eve is happening. So after that, Kevin, very being the thoughtful boy that he is, goes to church. Yeah. Where it's the fanciest church I've ever seen. And also possibly the greatest church choir of all time. Yes. Every time I hear them singing. Oh, no, that's not what it is. singing Oh, Holy Night. Beautifully. It gives me goosebumps every time I hear it. The stars are brightly shining. It was exactly like that. Oh, he hit that. Toll hit the high note, everyone. Did you hear that? Wow. It is the night Christ the Savior was born. Fall on your knees. Oh, hear the angels' voices. Anyway, it's a great church choir, and it's a great fucking church. Looks great. But his neighbor's at church, the South Bend Slaughterer. Okay, but just so we make it clear. Oh, okay. He goes into this church, and it's in like it's in an, like an enormous cathedral. Mm-hmm. Like, not a little neighborhood Lutheran no, church. No, no. This is like... St. Patrick's Cathedral. It's a great church. It's, it's amazing. Yes. It's an amazing scene. So With an amazing choir to a degree where you're like, now, is this where they go so to church? Ke- right. So Kevin goes into this church, which is apparently close to his house because he's always running by it. <laughs> yes. Okay. So the neighborhood church is an enormous, amazing cathedral. It's <laughs> Christmas Eve. I don't know. I'm guessing 9 o'clock. No, no, much earlier. It's probably earlier? Like five. Okay, because they, because he's the neighbor. Oh, yes, we says, get a time. I can't go we to a... night. I can't go to church at night because I can't see my family. But his granddaughter is singing in right. the choir. So, but the whole thing is, it's an enormous church, and this amazing full children's choir is performing, 
And how many people are in this amazing, gigantic church? I counted. Six. Six. Is that six, <laughs> right? Because that seemed right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Six people <laughs> on Christmas Eve in a cathedral listening to one of the world's best choirs. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. Fall on your knees. <laughs> oh, no. Christmas album. We are. We, we'll do a duets album. <laughs> do out Christmas 2018. We'll just keep alternating from high to low. <laughs> oh, night, divine. So he. So out of out of the six people at this. Uh, I guess midnight mass church service. Midnight mass at five o'clock. One of them is Kevin, and one of them is uh, neighbor, the scary old man. Yes, the old, uh, the old South Bend Sisyphus. So Kevin, yeah. So Kevin walks in, takes his hat off. Sisyphus. Well, it was Sisyphus. Because I keep saying different words, I think, but I'm not even sure at this point. <laughs> We've been talking forever. It's all right. Kevin it gets in. Right. He sits down. The choir is singing. He spies on the other side of the row in the pews. Scary old man. Pew, 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 pew. It's a Brandon Rain Shout out. Shout out to Brandon (laughs) Rain. We love you. Hey, guys, if you haven't uh, already, please go subscribe to the Nostalgic Front podcast. It's quite enjoyable to listen to. They're great. Yep. Anyways, so uh, then all of a sudden, fucking scary old man gets up. Old man, the murderer, comes over. Do you mind if I sit by you? And he gives a little bit of, he creaks a smile. You're like, oh. This guy isn't so bad after all. He says, Merry Christmas. And you're like, what? And he's like, "Uh, people have been saying a lot of things about me. People have been talking mad shit in the streets about you. And people isn't the right word. It should say neighborhood children. (laughs) Because that's In this very affluent suburb of Chicago. Clearly, the, the McAllister parents don't think that the neighbor is a serial killer. Right. But his brother does. Or his brother was just fucking with him, which, <laughs> you know, as brothers do, probably. But he's very nice. And they have a very nice conversation. And Kevin says, like, well, been, I'm here to see my granddaughter. Yeah. And she's yeah, singing. His granddaughter singing in the choir. Yeah. Yeah. And they highlight her voice. Oh, she's a high note. <laughs> and I can hear it above everything. <laughs> oh, my God. That sounds like somebody just electrocuted a rooster. <laughs> uh, yes. I can play the clarinet. I can't sing. Oh. Well, we'll work on it. Our album will be coming out next year. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, and he explains to the old man, he's, I've been kind of a pain lately. And he has. He's really sucked. He sucked at the beginning of this movie, but his whole family sucked. So, yeah. Hard. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. No. But he's been kind of a pain lately. And the old man explains, I can't go to church. I can't go to this tonight yeah. because my family will be there and I can't. Uh, I'm that's not, right. They've, yeah, yeah. they've, I'm not, I'm not allowed to be a part of that They anymore. excommunicated him. Yeah. Don't know how to use words, but they have. They've excommunicated him. 
because his he got an argument with his fight son. With son, some shit. And now he's said, not welcome. I, I never want to speak to you again. Yeah. I never want to speak to you again. And they've agreed on it. Then, in a in a in a silly twist in this movie, Kevin McAllister, the eight year old, gives a whole bunch of sage advice to the old man. Yeah. that's supposed to be giving sage advice, which I found kind of strange, but also you know it was nice. Uh, and I also thought to myself at this point, hey, maybe tell your neighbor that's befriending you that a couple of criminals yeah. are going to rob your house. Hey, let me run this past you, crazy <laughs> old man, now that we're friends and I appreciate <laughs> yes. you and everything. Yes. Hey, look, uh, there's a couple of guys that are straight up robbing every house in the neighborhood and they're threatening me in my house. Could I, can you help me out here? Maybe, you know. But this is where I say, okay, well, he can't be caught. He does not want anyone to know. Because oh, he thinks right. he has a much deeper secret, as f- which is never, that he murdered his family. Yeah, he he made his family disappear from existence. That's right. So you're that. Yes, you're right. Even that, though the phone works in his house somehow, that, no one. <laughs> there hasn't been a single phone call to his house from his family. But no. he could order pizza, and later on he can call the cops. Well, you could you could explain that away by saying that. The family was told that it would be a couple of days, so maybe they just didn't try it, which oh, is they, dumb. That is dumb. Anyone, no one else calling is also dumb. Yeah. Right, because the phone will be ringing off the hook. Yes. The phone will be ringing. This sad, sad, sad news. <laughs> oh, uh, Please call me for Christmas <laughs> because <laughs> I'm being abused <laughs> by a couple of robbers. <laughs> All right. Hey, I'm going <laughs> to inhale, Alex. Inhale real quick. And exhale. <laughs> Ding. They've Ding. given each Gold other tooth. sage advice. The wise eight-year-old and the wiser <laughs> 80-year-old. Yeah. Actually, the in within that scene, the eight-year-old is wiser. It's kind of stupid. Yeah. He's like telling them what to do to get yeah, back with Yeah, he's like, family. oh, get back with your family. Every love is the best, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And the bell rings, and Kevin's like, oh, shit. I got to get out of here. It's 9 o'clock. I got to go defend my house with no adult help whatsoever. I could have asked you, my neighbor, who lives right literally next door to me, to maybe help me out with two adults who are coming to rob me. But I made my whole family disappear with demonic powers. Uh, That's right. This is the only way to explain. I keep forgetting. Yeah, it's the only way to explain the movie. He has a real big skeleton in his yeah, closet. that he eliminated his family through a wish, <laughs> as far as he knows. He's not really that concerned by that, though, even up until this point. He kind of misses them, but not that much. No, he's basically <laughs> said, like, oh, I miss him. But, like, he's not <laughs> yes. crying or ter- no. like, or upset. He's just, like... He's, he's a- still okay with it at yeah. this point. Yeah. yeah. He's just taking care of business. He's crazy. Every day. All right, stops every way. <laughs> it's all right. Runs home, gets on the porch, cocks his BB gun. This is my house. Yeah. I have to defend it. Yeah. Oh, then he rolls right. out his his hand drawn map. Uh, of his the house. very well hand drawn map, very very well drawn by an adult trying to draw like a child. Yeah. Of his battle plan, the blueprint. To all the shit he's going to do to Harry and Marv. Yeah. Because he, the phone only works to call pizza delivery. Only calls the pizza guy. Yep. 
Well, he's also eliminated his family with demonic powers. <laughs> we're not sure. So, yeah. So now we see a we mon- see the battle plan. montage. It's a montage. Montage. A well done montage. Yep. Not annoying music. No. Music good by John, John Williams. Williams. <laughs> yes. Where he's, uh, what does he do? Man, oh man, he does. He's, he's, so uh, much. he's swiping tar on the stairs. Swiping tar on the stairs. He's putting, putting nails, nails into us. He's hosing down his steps with water. Yep. There's glue. There's saran wrap. There's feathers. There's a fan with a pile of feathers in front of it. He's rolling up. There's ornaments. Ornaments put by the wind by the uh, window. There's many things, all foreshadowing what we are about to see. So he sits down at the dinner table on Christmas he, Eve. Eat his macaroni and cheese. Eat his goddamn mac and cheese. Microwavable. He gives a funny little speech. Yep. Well done yep. because he's not being totally sincere. adorable. <laughs> totally yes. adorable. Macaulay yeah. Culkin in 1990. The wet, the wet, the wet bandits. The wet bandits roll up in their van. They do. It's uh, nine o'clock. Because they're punctual to their own crimes, I guess. Earlier, by the way, Marv said this was not a good idea. Yeah. I think I said that earlier, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I don't know what I said earlier because it's been we're on hour number eight. <laughs> and uh So they roll up to the kitchen door. There's a funny I think it's funny when Marv says kids are stupid. Oh yeah. He's like, We should go in there. It's like how's it? He's like, It's fine. Kids are stupid. Yep. Kids are stupid. And as again kids as are a kid, stupid. you're like, Oh, we can fuck you up, bro. You yeah. know we're kids. Watch what Kevin's about to do. This is uh, this was pointed out to me. They he's about to eat his macaroni and cheese with what appears to be gold utensils, maybe bronze, but they are certainly not silver. Yeah, yeah, they're gold. That's weird. <laughs> that is really weird. That's really their standard issue at the McAllister house: gold utensils. Yeah, they're really ball hard there, the McAllisters, <laughs> in their fucking mansion with their gold silverware. <laughs> yes. Jesus Christ! Shout out to Ivy for pointing that out. Uh, so they're coming this to the kitchen they're door. Coming. They're yep. at the they're at the back kitchen door. Yep. Kevin says himself, Kevin is armed, holding his BB gun. Yep. This is it. Don't get scared now. Yeah. So cute. It is. Totes adorbs. Totes adorbs. The two of these dumbass robbers are standing outside talking about what they're going to do. Like, it's Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. We're coming in. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And, the and there's a door. doggy door. Yeah. Uh, we we don't see a dog, but I was like, the dog is probably boarded because they were going to go to. Sure. That's fair. That's an out. Because I, I was like, uh, the doggy door, there's no dog, but. The dog could very well be boarded because yep. they were going to go yep. to Paris. We'll give them that. We'll yes, give them that. We will. We'll seed that point. And he, the, you see the tip of a BB gun coming out of the doggy door. Got his it slowly eyes points, set. Slowly rolls right up. at Harry's balls. Harry's balls. <laughs> Harry's balls. Shot. Oh, Joe Pesci scream sound. And oh, boy, was that a hilarious scene when I first saw oh, that. Oh, man. No, not as funny as what it's about to happen. Of course. Joe Pesci is rolling around on the ground in pain for the first time so far of many, many times in the next 15 to 20 minutes. Yes. That it's insane. And Marv is like, what happened? What? What? 
something clearly hurt you very badly from this door I'm about to stick my head through. Right. Sticks his head through the door. Kevin uh, is right there, uh, looking down the barrel, point blank, execution style. Right? Huh? There you go. Uh, hey guys, <laughs> no, <laughs> not doing it. There's a joke. It's fine. It's fine. Execution style, point blank, at right Marv's head. Yeah, and he says hello, <laughs> which I someone else says hello like that that I know doesn't matter. Shoots him right in the head, hurts him very much. Yeah. Pops his head out. He is writhing in pain. They are writhing in pain together now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kevin is hosed down all sets of stairs yes. outside of the house. Frozen. Even though it's clearly not cold outside and it's <laughs> yes. fake snow. Yes. Oh, I hate that so I don't much. Know. Okay. Yes. Marv and Harry are now on either side of the house. Marv has to go downstairs. Harry has to go up some stairs. Correct. Yes. To get into doors. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the hilarity really begins. Oh, baby. It turns into a live-action Looney Tunes cartoon yep. from here on out. Actually, more violent than a Looney Tunes cartoon. Did I say to you earlier that my family did not approve of this movie? Yes. Yeah, they didn't. All we violence. saw it together. Me and my... I don't know who... But it was like not, it was not appropriate. And from here on out is why. Right. Which it's cartoonish violence. Oh, yeah. So but it's far. also like uh, they show an eight-year-old kid spraying water all over steps. Right. In the middle of winter, that is a stupid thing to show kids to do. <laughs> much like uh, much like car surfing in Teen Wolf. Yes. The rest of this movie is Dude, essentially that. Right. Just daring In kids fact, to it's do. It's probably worse. Yeah, <laughs> this is probably worse than the program and Teen Wolf combined. To be like, hey, how kids, many kids do you suppose? Here's the most popular hung movie up, ever. Uh, a paint can on a string and threw it down a flight of stairs at their younger sibling. Many. Yes. <laughs> how many do you think hose down some steps in the middle of winter? A lot. A whole shitload. Yeah. Uh, how many? Yeah. There's. Any all number this, of things this. in this. All the things you're about to describe. Thousands of probably kids. Probably have taken many yeah. children's lives out in the <laughs> real world. I hope it didn't take lives. I hope kids are just maligned with some PTSD yeah. in their wheelchairs from something that caused by Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> the Home Alone effect. <laughs> yes. All the handicapped children out there. This is where my title comes in. Everyone's dead. Yep. <laughs> yeah. From here on out. For sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Ice. Man, they are slipping like mofos, and it is some impressive physical comedy. Very funny. From both of them. Very funny. Yes. Yeah. Probably stuntmen, but still. Oh, yeah. Way to go, guys. Good scenes. Daniel Stern and Joe Pesci. But, it's, I mean, it's so, it, I mean, and this this is what keeps happening throughout is when they fall or whatever, it's so violently over the top. Yes. Like, instead of, like, slipping and falling on your butt, like, you slip five feet into the air, like, do a flip yeah, and then slam it's actually down on your like pretty, it's, especially thinking about it now, I'm like, like they just don't have the cool. velocity to make it. They those made it happen. like a cartoon. Yeah. They really did. And it was great. It played. I mean, it played so well. I remember just uh, dying, like, just, the, like, this whole last um, 
This is what third the whole of the movie, movie was just like to. people just dying. This is all that time. mattered. Yeah. Yes. Huge payoff in the end. Yep. Such a big payoff. Just yes. laugh after laugh. All these yep. crazy things. And they are crazy. And it's Kevin reacting to them. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm annoyed talking about this. <laughs> I know, because now when you watch it, it's just like, this is so dumb. But it's yeah. because it's been out for so long, and it just doesn't. Yeah. So now Marv has made it. You had to have been there. Yeah. The 90s were great. Marv has made it to the bottom of the steps. Finally gotten his bearings. Yep. And he's trying to get in. And he tries to pry the door open with the crowbar. Then he like stabs the door jam right in the middle, and I was like, "What do you? What is this supposed to do anyway?" Yeah, this is a let's ruin our child thing. Our child. Let's ruin our child. Let's ruin our child thing. <laughs> Starring Cole McGrane oh, as the child yeah, thing. Yeah, child thing. Let's ruin our child thing. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, man. Child thing. Dun, <laughs> dun, dun. He loved to do the child thing. <laughs> oh, sweet mercy. He loved shit. to ruin the child thing. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Uh, hey, someone make us a theme song that's uh, from Tone Low's Wild You just thing. made it. That's it. <laughs> someone looped that with a B Got and sent it to the us. Champ. All right, yes. So he stabs the side of the door. I was like, what's he doing? Okay. Uh, then he turns the knob and the door is open. Why did he waste all that time? Well, he goes in, walks, walks, walks. Oh, seems safe enough. Yep. Basement. Hey, little fella, where you at? He's going to, he wants to turn on a, on a yep. light, which is a standard basement light, a bare bulb yep, with a string. Yeah, bare bulb with a string, yep. A bare bulb with a string. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> and he pulls the string. Light doesn't turn on. But what does happen? Oh, the laundry Look shoot that. from earlier, yeah. which was also for. This is a well made movie. Yes, by there's the way. a lot of foreshadowing. Everything is foreshadowed. Yeah. Almost everything. When you've seen it this many times. Yeah. You see it coming now, but yeah. Yeah. Because Kevin was shooting sports figures into the laundry yeah. chute earlier. Now he is, instead of sports figures, an iron connected to this light bulb. Man, this kid couldn't pack a suitcase, but boy, can he booby trap at, a house. Yeah, he is good at uh, improvised munitions. Yeah, and, he uh, could have beat Freddy Krueger. Right, yeah. Yes. 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 So, Which this movie stole from almost entirely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he takes an iron to the face. Uh, he has an iron shaped mark on his face where it looks Hilarious. like he was hilarious it looks like he was burnt by an iron but he was just oh no only merely slammed in the face with an iron yeah from maybe 15 feet up yeah uh first concussion you're you're out at this point in yeah real life. you'd be all fucked you're up. done yeah yeah your head's bleeding yeah you, you, you to, have a dent you in your head real medical help yeah you don't yep. know what's happening you no. have suffered a concussion <laughs> CTE is on its way. It is. Okay. So then we cut to uh, Harry outside. Harry! He gets to the front door. He's like, he finally, does. I'm going in. But guess what? That's the doorknob that had the heater, heat coil thing on it. Yeah, and you can see from our perspective that the doorknob is bright, bright red, orange. <laughs> yeah, hot. These guys, Harry and Marv don't take, the wet bandits don't look around much. No, they're not very uh They're not very observant. Yeah. No, they, in fact, they may be mentally disabled. 
<laughs> I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, they're not very observant. And yes, you would be able to f- something that's this is after hot, if your hand got within eight inches of that, you'd feel the heat coming off. You're like, yeah, wait, what? Sure would. But and also, even somehow hesitate. the house isn't starting on fire. Oh yeah, I know. that's probably a fire door, but uh, no, it would just it would start smoking and burning. Yeah. Uh, sure. Hello. Thank you. Toll and I just totally got you, Home Alone. We win. Game over. Yes. Ironclad that, evidence. That's going to be the problem. This podcast is going to be four and a half hours long of people being like, yeah. I we just, get it. Yeah. You cracked the code, guys. Congratulations. This ain't the fly, baby. Yeah. It is. You guys, don't be dicks. Guy, don't be yeah, dicks. Red hot door. For uh, another thing, he just spent a long time getting up those stairs. Yeah. After the first he immediately full, falls. Uh, yes. Right back. Down. Another shout out. Uh, why didn't he just go up the side of the stairs? Yeah. Take Ooh. one step to the right or left. <laughs> yes. Get on your hands and knees. Bypass the bing, stairs all together. Crawl right up. Marv couldn't do that for the basement, but you could do that. <laughs> for the front porch. That's hilarious. Harry. You fully 100% could. correct. Yeah. He grabs the red hot doorknob. He's now got a M for McAllister branded onto his hand. Yep. And that would be so incredibly shockingly painful, you probably couldn't go on. Yes. If you just got the middle, the most sensitive part of your body. And third degree burns, like the meat is falling off your hand. Because <laughs> yes. you're too goddamn stupid to realize you're, you're holding on to a molten yeah. piece of metal. Yes. You're done. You're, you're done. Out. You aren't. Marv has been. You aren't doing been, anything with that hand, I can tell you that much. And you're probably right handed. Marv has been hit with an iron, and Harry now has a brand of an M in the middle right. of his hand. Okay. Moving on. They continue because this hasn't on. been enough. Uh, Marv is walking up the basement steps, yep. which are covered in tar. tar. Ripped his I don't shoes know how off. much time Kevin had, but wow. A lot. It's a record because he <laughs> went from – well, he did this before church. Did he do it before or after church? Um, I think he did it when he got home from church. I think he did it before he No, it was dark at church. Yeah, he did. Yeah. You're right. He was all set up before, and then he yeah. went to church to go pray to God. He, 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 he added kill. the finishing touches. He had to go, he had to go pray to God. Killing his family kill, wasn't enough. He could kill the rest of his enemies to keep his dirty secret quiet. <laughs> yes. He had to kill two more motherfuckers to bury the secret once and for all that he murdered his family with his mind. <laughs> The oh, Home Alone God. story. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, he's laced the steps with tar. Marv has gone up a few. He's lost his shoes. He's losing a sock. He loses another sock. He is sockless. Step number whatever has a giant nail on it. Yeah. In the exact spot where Kevin McAllister, the kid that didn't know how to pack a suitcase, has now placed, placed a nail yep. perfectly in the spot where right. Marv has lost his shoes. Right. Dead center, the nail, yep. Marv steps on it. And this is more painful than anything that Marv has ever experienced. Yes. And it was hilarious again. It was. Saw that. It truly you was. You see the nail goes right into his foot. These dudes are but doing, it's almost by as the if way. his foot has like the integrity of a banana. It goes <laughs> yes. like... 
really i think you'd yeah. feel it and be like whoa hey but, well, okay. i think he doesn't go because i thought it was gonna go all the way through and it doesn't go all the no, way. No, not all the way, but very, it goes in. But oh, like yes. enough to be like, slowly, oh, shit. Yes. Like, it's it's hilarious to watch. Like sure. an inch in. Yeah. Slowly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is, that's what the ladies say, am I right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> but <laughs> these guys, I will give uh, Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern props. For their react, I mean, they they are living cartoons. At what this it point. says in the trivia is that both of them were like, "This this movie is going nowhere. This is dumb. Let's just yeah. ham it up. Let's just go for it." Hell yeah! And it totally like it makes the whole thing like because it's just over the it's hilarious. Those over two the top being violence. as over the top as they are, yeah. are what made this movie? Oh, whatever. for sure, for yes. sure. Without without this big ending with these two, there's really no movie. Yeah, it's dumb. Kevin is dumb. Yes. There, I said it. Yes. All right. So he's had a nail through his foot. Okay. And he screams. Yep. Hilarious. So Joe Pesci is uh, working his way in. and uh, No, he gets in. Well, but when he opens the door. After he tests the door. Yeah. Is this door hot? Because nope. he had the, fourth, the foresight to right. say, oh, that last hot door, door was knobs. hot. Is so he learned. Ah, he did learn. Then the door was not hot, and it was also unlocked. Pops it open. Oh, shit. Uh, apparently, Kevin f- had mounted a, a flamethrower or a blowtorch a, a blow from torch the 1920s. That no, no one would ever have for any reason. <laughs> no. They have a house full of mannequins and a blowtorch that is from, yeah, I would say. Yeah, mounted the, onto the cabinets with a string pulley system century. Yes, that lights and ignites when you... Pull the when you open the door. Perfect. Yeah, easy. You're you're eight. You got this. Can't pack a suitcase, but you got this. And Joe Pesci stands there for way too long. Screams as his head is lit a flame <laughs> by a blowtorch. He's being lit on fire by a blowtorch. Yes, <laughs> and stands there screaming for what is about ten seconds. Yes, enough ah! to zoom in and just hold it there. Yeah. That's that's pretty correct. Yeah. That's about right. <laughs> then he runs out. Okay. He runs outside, shoves his head into a snowdrift, pulls it out, and it's an adorable little like one circle of hair <laughs> yes. in the middle of his head. And now his he head looks is, like crusty. His head is smoking. <laughs> yes, hilarious. Hilarious. Huh. Boy, oh boy. So. <laughs> Move. Harry. Why do I say Harry? Oh, because I realized at this point his name is Harry, but I remembered that from the beginning of this podcast. Ah. At this point, I wasn't sure what his name was. Uh, He gets inside. You little fucker, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to rip your toes off, whatever. And he walks right into some saran wrap. Saran wrap with like... Covered in glue. And the way he rips the saran wrap covered in glue off his face... Drives me nuts. It drove me. It drove me nuts then. It drives me nuts now. Yeah, he's it's he, very he rips it off like it's a washcloth. Yeah, both hands on his face. Yeah, and smears it. Yes. all the way down. Right. I'm like all right. We he's like it. you little son of a. Bleep, bleep, bleep. Walks a couple more steps. There's a tripwire because yeah. oh yet another ingenious booby trap by the kid that can't pack his suitcase. Right. It's a. Fan 
from the same era as the blowtorch. Yep. Very powerful bursting fan. <laughs> yes. With a That's massive the set of it? feathers. There was right a in front of it. Large stack of feathers right in front of it. Yeah. How the feathers are doing any damage or the glue. It remains to be seen. It but blows the feathers sure to stick onto the onto the glue. Yeah. It's yeah, because yeah. it's, it's it seems like a plur- a pretty elaborate um, scenario to try and stop someone from hurting you. Yeah, it's uh, it's you not really. It's only going to piss them off. Not That's very effective. I, yeah, right. That's why the realistic version of this movie is called Everyone, Everyone Dies. dies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everyone dies. Because these two are dead already, but if one of them did manage to live, yeah. they're certainly going to murder Kevin McAllister. So then Marv's coming in the window. He's like, I'm coming in. He just stepped on a nail and fell down a flight of stairs. <laughs> yeah. And got hit in the face with an iron. Right. And he's coming through the window. No shoes. Doesn't on. think... Perhaps this is the point where I should look down. And this is by Maybe far. Maybe think before you jump for once because it's not been going well so far. Indeed. Maybe a not. little bit of caution this time around. This is by far the most disturbing part of the movie. Him walking on those Christmas ornaments. Smashing oh, his feet onto them. Listen to me speak. <laughs> I, haven't been, I haven't been drinking. It's no problem. Him walking on the Christmas ornaments. me. <laughs> There we're there. We've been talking for three and a half fucking hours about Home Alone. Yeah. <laughs> he walked on those Christmas ornaments, and it's disturbing as fuck. Yeah. I couldn't. I'm like, ah. Because he's really smashing his feet into oh, it. Oh, it looks like it. And yes. they're probably made of sugar. They were sugar. Yeah. Yep. So they oh. just went to dust. But you just really Ooh. are like. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Both of these dudes at this point are uh, bleeding to death. Yeah. Unconscious. Maybe in a coma. And so he he basically falls down. like, ah. They ah. aren't, but they And then he be. gets up and, like, smashes more even harder. Like, he's not even learning oh, anything. Oh, it is so. This and, is, and I remember this when is I saw why, it, This is the reason my family did not approve of it. <laughs> because it's fucking disgusting, dude. Watch it. I was like, oh, this is, this is rated PG. Right. When I saw this, I'm like, it's game over at this point. Your oh. feet are infested with glass. Yes. You're fucked. More you cannot stand. The let Rice alone, Krispies Let alone glass. walk or run. Yeah, you have to sit there. But no, he's able to carry on, so good for him. Yep. So he runs into uh, Harry. Yep. He's like, why are you dressed like a chicken? Uh, and Kevin is at the top of the stairs, and he says, you guys give up, or are you thirsty for more? Yeah. These two dying dudes Should that are be. somehow... Hanging on to life. <laughs> right. This eight-year-old yeah. is slowly murdering them. <laughs> his diabolical <laughs> plan to cover He's his psychic his murder family. of his What's family. Two <laughs> What's two more? There is collateral damage <laughs> oh, to his giant man. scheme of murder. Thirsty for more? Oh, shit. Uh, foreshadowing, again, micro-machines. Yeah. Earlier, he's like your aunt... Earlier but in your, the movie, the dad yeah. said your aunt almost broke her neck. Put your micro machines away. So now he has the floor completely covered in micro machines. Yeah, at the bottom of the stairs. Yep. And he's up on top of the stairs talking shit. He is. And they both fall so hilariously. Again, they run and slip so hard, so oh, violently. Yes. This was a banana in Inspector Gadget. Yes. But that's what a. Does that happen? Everyone it knows does that. It does in the opening credits. 
Next time, Gadget. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Dr. Claw. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. Micro machines, paint cans. Yeah. Uh, after the paint so they cans. get up uh, from the micro machines and start <laughs> running do. up the stairs. Then we get a paint can right to the face. Yep, for both was of them. So goddamn funny in the theater. It yeah. was. This was so yeah. funny. It all was. They fly down the stairs again, way too hard, way too far. Oh, wind up on top a of dozen each other. Feet. Yeah, at minimum. Yep. Both land on their backs flat. For one, you wouldn't even be able to breathe. <laughs> oh, yeah, the wind knocked out of you for sure. You all screwed up. Oh, you're bleeding to death from the ornaments in your feet? <laughs> yeah. You're in shock from the burn on your hand? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So much is making <laughs> yeah. this all. So many horrible things have you happened to you. got to get out of that house. You're <laughs> yeah. definitely not pursuing that kid <laughs> no, anymore. You can't. You're done. You're all fucked up. Your head. Your your hat your head was burned so bad your hat melted off. It's part of your head now. Your fucking polyester hat is part of your head now. It's melting off, and you're still going after this kid. You're that's like kinda, everything's so fine. These two are in shock. That's what's happened. Like sometimes you go operating on. You go total... look for your ID. You go ask somebody what your name is. No, no. These two went into shock, and now their only goal is murdering this kid. And they all they can think of is dumb shit to say because they're in shock. This movie makes so much more sense now. All right, I think we have completely cracked the code on this whole thing now. <laughs> they're they're both in shock right away. And like you motherfucking kid, <laughs> they don't know what's going on. Their brains aren't working because they're in fucking shock. Yeah. Okay. All, all right. right. Well, we figured it out. God damn. Pink hands. Uh, Harry lost his gold tooth yep. to the paint cans. Did this? <laughs> so they get to the, they're going up the stairs, and then the most important part of the movie happens. Kevin calls 911. Yes, for an emergency at his neighbor's house. Yep. His, his neighbor's house is being robbed, not his house. Yeah. The neighbor's house. And he does an adult voice. Yeah. My house neighbor. is being robbed. Blah, I blah, live blah. in 19... Something Avenue. Uh, so the phone works again. Yeah. No one has attempted to call the house. Between here and there, ordering pizza and calling the police. Nope. No one has <laughs> no one has tried to call the house. Nope. Where the eight year old kid is alone. Nope. 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 Oh. <sighs> but he does. He calls the cops to warn them. Of a robbery at the neighbor's house. Correct. Do we know that at this point? I don't know. Yeah. He just did that. Yeah. Then he runs, and those two catch up to him. When he runs to go up to the attic. He tripped one of them. Yep. They trip, but Marv is tall, and he manages to grab Kevin's ankle by, by his pants. Oh, yes. And you think, oh shit, they got him. Oh, they got shit. him. They're going to murder him. But conveniently, the return of the tarantula. Oh, you right. Which, which I we don't have documented well enough, but we've seen We didn't five document times. at all. We've and seen, I didn't even think of doing that. I know, but me you either. see its legs crossing the screen about 15 times. Yeah. Yeah. 
So do you? Yes. Okay. Oh, it's so many times. <laughs> I, I remember. Be, I remember being annoyed by it. I'm being like, yeah, we. I know. We get it. The tarantula is on the loose. It's going to play a role in the end. We're not going to forget. This is a well-made movie. I'm going <laughs> to give. I'm going to say like every single. Yeah. Well, what am I talking about? Because also all the stupid shit that we're talking about. God, I don't even make sense. <laughs> It's a well-made movie. It is. It is. I mean, it. Yeah, it is. We're ruining it. it covers. Or, I mean, the, it, it. It works. It works. It's a yeah. well-made movie. It is. But he puts that tarantula on Marv's face, and Marv screams like a, a woman. Yes, and it is hilarious. It is. That was a huge laugh because he goes. He screams so hard. Daniel so Stern high. not being a bigger star after this is surprising to me. Yeah, because of. I mean. But he's so much just the goofy guy from Home Alone, I guess. I don't yeah. know. But he did a he did plenty of stuff. I'm not no judgment on Daniel Stern, but him as Marv was he was funnier than Harry, I thought. Yep. Harry was a straight man. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Agreed. Uh, yeah. So now Kevin has made it he the tarantula on Marv, he's at his handlebar zip line to the very neat treehouse in his backyard. Yeah. But he's nervous. Can't get himself to go over. He's not sure if he can do it. No. But as he's waiting there trying to make the jump, uh, the tarantula is now on Harry's chest. Yeah. Because Harry's on the ground for some reason. Because they both tried to jump and get Kevin. Oh, yeah. Harry's laying on his back on the ground flat this yep. whole time. That doesn't make any sense. No, that's how they end. Oh up. well, yeah, it's a living, it's a live action cartoon, and the tarantula is on his chest, unbeknownst to him. But Marv sees it, and Marv is not a fan of this tarantula. Yeah, and he's above Harry, with his crowbar cocked. Yep, and Harry's like, "No, Mop, what are you doing, Mop? What are you doing, Mop? Oh God!" And then Marv hits him right in the chest. With, with a crowbar. With what is clearly a rubber crowbar. <laughs> yes. Well, yes. I think bounces. Those are clearly all over. empty paint cans yeah. earlier as well. Uh, <laughs> yes. Again. Yeah. And clearly, yeah. Everything in this movie and then, is clearly. And then a now, problem. when Kevin goes across this little zip line here. <laughs> Another extent, like like when he's on his knees too long, in the too long of a close on the ice up. rink yes. on the skating rink, yes. same concept. Wow! Whoa! Whoa! Like, come on, stop it! That was clearly the go-to with Macaulay Culkin. Yes, just him being full of wonder and. <laughs> Shock and awe. <laughs> Shocked at himself Whoa. for doing something crazy, like putting on aftershave. <laughs> so he gets over there and he's basically like, hey, fuckos, come and get me. And yep. uh, Harry's like, no, that's what he wants us to do. He wants us to go downstairs yeah. and go around and blah, blah, blah. More cans to the face, etc. So instead, you decide to climb hand over hand. Um, by the way, uh, Harry, one of your hands has the most severe burns anyone's hand has ever had. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you got a little napkin over that. I don't think you slide that. that across the road. You rope. got a napkin over that, but you're going <laughs> to climb hand over hand. 
you two guys aren't in that great a shape. <laughs> Could you do the monkey bars? I don't know. No way. But you can go hand over hand to the other side of this fucking rope <laughs> to get to that treehouse. <laughs> I guess. Have at it. And they do, because they think that's not what he wants. And this kid has been outsmarting them at every step, yeah, including now. And they get halfway across, and Harry says, go back, go back, go back. Another shout-out to uh, my lady that I was watching this with. Uh, they're halfway across. Yes. And it's, uh, it's um, we'll say 30 yards. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a fair distance, 30, 40 feet. It's a long-ass ways to yeah. be climbing hand over hand. And to, your idea to go back, Maybe just keep going. Feet. Just keep going the way you were going. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But they don't. And now uh, Kevin's got a set of pruners. Yeah. Garden clippers. Garden shears. Garden shears. Yeah. That's a bit. And he, he takes them to the rope. And this is annoying again because the rope is clearly very loose that he's cutting. And if there's two giant guys on it, it's going to be very the tight. The rope is very loose and very long, and they're right in the middle of it. Right. And so he, when cuts he cuts the rope, it. They should go straight down straight to the ground. Straight down. But they don't. They somehow swing all the way back to the house and bounce off the side of the house. Yes. This, this annoyed me as a kid as well. Yeah. I was like, the physics of this don't work. The only way that could have worked would have been if they were out about five or six feet from the house. They were out 30 or 40 feet from the house. They would just fall to the ground. Yeah. And I was waiting for them to. (laughs) And they did not. I was like, I remember they hit the house and it's really dumb. Yeah. And they both hit their backs together and they're laying. It's, again, a funny scene. Again, both laying. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to kill that kid. Yeah. Uh, so then he runs across the street. Marv, yes, he does. He runs across the street to the neighbor's house. To enact the final part the of police. his plan. Right. Because why call the police for the robbers at your house? <laughs> yeah, just make it way complicated and then lead them across the street to the neighbor's house. Yeah. I mean, for absolutely just no reason. Uh, no reason whatsoever. Even even according to his own plan of and calling he's the a, police. He's not like a brave kid. Up until this point... He was scared of the furnace. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. But now he's like, I have to do this myself. Well, okay. He's, uh, he is operating <laughs> under the idea. Right. That with his own mind, right. he has eliminated his family. Right. So he's operating under a whole different. So he has to do it by himself. Yeah. This is what we will give the movie. <laughs> we will say to the movie, oh, yes, Kevin can't call the police from his house because he has eliminated the his movie family. is and he's still okay with it the movie is playing i mean he's kind of sad the movie is playing <laughs> completely within 100 percent of the of the physics it built into it yeah it's not breaking any, any of its own rules mm, they're just bad rules yeah it's breaking <laughs> the phone rule it's breaking it's definitely breaking the phone rule in my opinion but it's not breaking the Kevin won't call the cops to his house <laughs> because he murdered his own family rule. <laughs> no. I don't think he thinks of them as murdered, clearly. He just thinks they they never existed. But he but he knows that it was his fault. Yes. And this is why on it they don't make this clear to the viewing audience, but 
<laughs> in Kevin's own mind, he can't. He has to do all this shit himself because he he eliminated eliminated Eli- he eliminated eliminated his family. He did. He did indeed. Uh, yeah, Maureen <laughs> O'Hara style. He eliminated I, his family. You may take my family, <laughs> and you may take my house, but you can never tell the police that I murdered my family with my own mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. Uh, um, yeah. So he makes it across the street, and they're like, Oh, he wants it. And then he goes into the neighbor's basement where it's completely flooded. flooded yeah. Because of the wet bandits. Yeah. And he runs through. And this is where Harry says, that's what he wants us to do is chase him. him down yeah. there. Which is, I guess, is or isn't. I, I guess. But he goes around and he goes to open up the basement steps that he's just run up. Yep. Oh, Harry and Marv, they finally got him. And we're like, oh, shit, they're going to murder this kid. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to rip your little balls off. I'm going <laughs> to suck them in my mouth like I never sucked balls before. And it was Kevin Spacey the whole time. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. God help us, Alex. No. Elimin- erase that part, too. <laughs> and he's caught. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> and <laughs> and what happens? Oh yeah, and we're like they're gonna murder this kid, and they both explain how they're gonna do it. <laughs> like, man, I'm gonna suck your little weenie up. Oh god, damn it! I can't stop. Okay, they're not. <laughs> Like, oh, he's, mm, this one's, <laughs> hell, it's just like I like him. <laughs> oh, Christ almighty. And yes, we're, they're going to murder Kevin. But luckily, just in the nick of time, <laughs> the South Bend slaughterer shows up with his fucking snow shovel. And one knock to the back from the South Bend Slaughterer. Well, here's the deal. (laughs) These two have taken paint cans (sighs) to the face, been burnt, nails in the foot, paint cans to the head, flamethrowers to the head. Right. And a, what can only be described as a super elderly old man swinging an aluminum snow shovel. Bonk. He's not going to pack any right sort of heft. Not even on the head. Just right. like on their backs. But it's a death, it's a, it's a knockout Donk. death blow. <laughs> it is indeed. Oh, shit. Oh, boy. They're done. So they're, they're caught. Yep. Yeah. He takes Kevin down. The police show up. Kevin goes home. Kevin goes watches. home to take no credit for any of this. And why to is that? To act as if because he his hands are he clean murdered. Now. His hands I are clean. I thought I murdered my family, <laughs> but, but I didn't are okay. do it. <laughs> yes. I'm only a psycho that, in my This is mind. also why he's so bad at smiling. 
He has Holy borderline personality disorder. He's a sociopath. Holy shit. And this we is did why, crack this movie. And this is why, at this point, when... So he's watching from his house across the street. They're getting arrested, the wet bandits. And like, oh, oh, now we can connect you to all these crimes, blah, blah. And Kevin's over there smiling like, yeah, I fucking got, you know. Awk- the most awkward smile. The yes. most awkward. Psycho. Man, you thought I was a good actor, but I'm not because I can't smile. Because <laughs> I thought I murdered my family, but I didn't. But now I got these other two guys caught. Oh, shit. His reign of terror is out Come of to an end. That's fucking crazy. Yep. We did come to a realization in this. We did. He is he is a total crazy person. He's he's running the game in this entire thing. God damn. <laughs> the ultimate villain, Kevin McAllister. Yeah. And he sees him getting rounded up. And Marv is explaining loudly that they're the wet bandits. Yep. And he's left their calling card. And somehow they're out in two years. Yeah, I don't. Right. I've never seen Home Alone I two know, all the way rem- through. I can't remember the, how. Uh, I mean, I've seen all of it. The story of how they but got I haven't sprung seen, from jail. Oh, well, you! I read the synopsis. Mm. Uh, Kevin gets on the wrong plane because he gets lost in the airport. Uh, His family guy. goes to Florida. He goes to New York. Uh, Cons his way into a hotel. Yeah, I remember that. That's where Donald Trump shows Donald up. Donald Trump. Yes. Cool. Donald cool, Trump cool, is cool, second cool, build cool. on Google. On that movie? Yeah. And he's uh, he's in it for two seconds. <sighs> Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we don't we didn't we haven't dissed on Donald Trump yet, I don't think. Not too much, but let's wrap this fucker yeah, up. Fuck him. Alright, so uh cut to Maureen O'Hara is <laughs> with John Candy uh in the U Haul truck. Yep. Trucking through the night. And uh finally they had like a little talk, a little breakthrough, blah, 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 parenting. Oh, yeah. And uh, she's like, you've never le- left your kid behind before on a vacation. But he does say, uh, "We did. I did leave him in a funeral parlor once with a corpse all yeah. day. He finally talked again seven weeks later. And if John Candy is still improvising that. He did. God damn. That's they say, yeah. That's, there's a reason that guy was a star. Yep. He's the fucking best. Love him. John Candy is the best. My currently my favorite dude, especially after you saying that to me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. But they make it home. Uh, Kevin go. Kevin celebrates Christmas Eve by himself. Yeah, he puts presents. He wraps presents, puts them out, lights up, candles. Put the uh, somehow up. he cleaned up the entire house from this. Did he? Mom comes home. Yeah, nothing I know. wrong. It was none of, uh, that was my final thought. Yeah, so he goes, so Christmas Eve, he goes to sleep, wakes up the next morning, it's snowing out, it's a picturesque Christmas, and then the uh, Here, uh, the truck rolls up. Uh, butt naked, buck naked, picturesque, picaresque. Picaresque? That's not a the real P-I-C-A-R-E-S-Q-U-E? word. P-I-C-A-R-E-S-Q-U-E? That's a word, son. It means the same thing. <laughs> pick a rest. <laughs> I will pick a rest. Now, let's get this fucking podcast over with. What? Mom's home. Mom is. Well, no, no. He celebrates and he wakes up in the morning and he wished for his family back. Oh, yeah. yeah. He held the family picture. And, was and like, he thought, you know, I wish them away. Now I wish them back. 
Because he believes himself to be an evil wizard. He does indeed. Why wouldn't you? And why did it just now occur to him, yeah. hey, you know what? Maybe I should wish them back since I wished them out of existence yes. a couple days ago. Yes. Or making a phone call or many other things. <laughs> and he wakes up on Christmas morning. He left carrots out for the reindeer and cookies out for Santa. Of course. He wakes up on Christmas morning and he looks. He's, Mom? 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 Mom is not home. No. But the timing is just off enough to make it so very sad and dramatic. Mm-hmm. This is a well-directed movie. Mm-hmm. As many faults as there are. And is that well-directed? The most stereotypical thing you could possibly do? It is. Yeah. It is. Uh, so he's looking for his mom, and then he gives up and goes back in. And he's back in his room. And now mom is home. Mom's from in the, the back house. of the truck. Yep. Yep. Mom's in the house. Kevin. 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 And they finally meet. And Kevin gives her a very sour look. Yeah. Where have you been? I thought I wished you away. How <laughs> wanted my- you gone forever? <laughs> yes. My plan is crumbling. Yes. The powers of hell that compelled me (laughs) have deceived me in the end. You were supposed to be eliminated, woman. But I'm very happy to see you. And he gives a sour look, sour look. She's like, I'm so sorry, she tells him. And he's sour. And now another awkward smile from Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. But that's only because he wished his mother away. Through his demon powers. And they embrace. Oh, they embrace. Finally a hug. And as that is happening, the rest of the family comes in. Comes busting in the door, arguing and being assholes just like the last time we saw them. Yep. But at the same time as mom, and mom thought she was going to be earlier. Right. But she wasn't. She saved herself two minutes. And they wondered how that happened. And it was because... They waited for the flight she refused to take because she needed to get home sooner than them because she was so worried. Right. Well, in an ironic twist, they are there at the same time. (laughs) And everyone is very happy, and the house is immaculately clean. Yeah. Even though... After the massive attack from the previous night, the house is spotless. Not a thing. No paint cans hanging from the ceiling. Feathers. No broken ornaments. No micro machines. Feathers and glue. Fire. The burnt, the charred door from the grill lighter. Yeah. Not a thing. Nothing. Nope. Only maybe a minimal amount of DNA from Harry. Right. (laughs) Harry and the other guy's name. Marv. 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 Marvelous. Uh, so they embrace. Everything is good. Man, oh man. He, although it bothers me that he is willing to go, but the explanation stands. He is willing to live the rest of his life without taking any credit for any of this yeah, for- as an eight-year-old. Right. But that's because he thought he wished his family away. So now it's like demon power. It's like now I'm, I'm returned back to square yep. one. I, I can be to, okay again. I just have to just. Uh, I didn't do this. Yeah. As far as he knows, <laughs> I don't know because it doesn't. 
Because if I was eight and I just did that, heads up, <laughs> y'all, I have a podcast. Clearly, clearly I would be like, I just did this. Yeah. Let everyone know. I have a podcast. Sound the bells. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm a real dick. The only <laughs> things I like to do are talk and drink. <laughs> and I don't like doing either one of those. No? No. Oh, mm. uh, Yeah. And so family's reunited, everyone's great, and the next thing we hear is, Kevin, what did you do to my room? Mm. Something like that. Buzz. Buzz finally went back into his room, where Kevin found the money to buy groceries, the firecrackers, the playboys, everything he needed well, to that's, survive. Well, that's the very end. That's a, that is the very end. But, but before that... Oh, yes. Uh, you see... Uh, uh, the South Bend Strangler. The South Bend Strangler. <laughs> reunite with his family. Yep, in the driveway. Yes, because of all the sage advice. From eight-year-old. From eight-year-old. Next door, Kevin. Kevin McAllister. Yep. And he hugs his granddaughter for way too long and like looks at Kevin and waves at him, and it's kind of creepy. And Kevin's like, yeah, and the great. And another not great smile. Right. But that's only because he's a demon yeah. and not great at smiling. And then, so everything's hunky-dory, and then you hear Buzz, Buzz. lose his shit. Kevin! What did you do to my room? Roll credits. Roll credits. My God, Alex. We did it again. We did it again. Did we do it again? Or was this podcast five hours long? We did do it again. My childhood isn't ruined. That movie was exactly the same as I thought it would be. Um, with some watching it with these eyes, yeah. these eyes, dun-dun, these dun-dun, eyes dun-dun, have dun-dun, seen dun-dun. a lot of Home Alone. They're never going to see another Home Alone like I saw with you. These eyes, man, you guys are getting all sorts of bonus material tonight. Holy shit! Yeah, no, uh, my. Ch- this is yeah. You can't really ruin this movie. No, we had, we took a good stab at it, and there was some dumb shit. But there's a lot of dumb this shit. movie played so well when it came out. It was such like Macaulay Culkin was such a phenomenon at the time. I also get why my f- family didn't want me to like this movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. You want to have it. a deranged child that wants to cause harm to people? Yeah, and everyone's kind of everyone in this movie's a dick. Oh yeah, even him. The I mean, family, the family was right to have been murdered, <laughs> and then McCloy Colton yes. should have just let those guys kill him, <laughs> yes. finish them all out because they were yes. all pretty terrible. Yeah, in the end, this movie should have been called "Everyone Dies." Yep, it really should have. It really should have. It would have solved a lot of problems. But my childhood isn't ruined, nah, and all, neither either. is my year thirty-five because I watched this movie last year. Last one of the year, of the calendar birthday year? No, but I did watch it at this time last year. (laughs) It was my birthday last Saturday. This Saturday. Last this last. Former Saturday. Oh, man. All right. Well. Up next is the live podcast, so... This might as well have been the live podcast. 
Uh, no kidding. It feels like it. I'm exhausted right now. Uh, yeah, it got it got hard. That's Woo. why I, I didn't have to stop just to stop. I had to stop because I was like, God damn. I knew I had too much to say, and we kept getting sidetracked, and I'm getting sidetracked now. It's a very sidetrackable movie. It is. It's also a very... Because this is really a background. Mike, you, you'll, you'll see this movie so many times in the next month. We're a month away from Christmas. This will be on constantly, and I'll always stop. I'm like, oh, yeah, like nothing else is on. I'll like yeah. put it on and take a nap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this is a good, this is a good Christmas nap movie for yes. sure. It's a very ruinable movie, too. It was exactly what I thought it would be. Yeah. This is why we did it. Yeah. There are some major underlying plot holes. Yes. Very easy to smoke out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> As it were. As it were. As it were, as it were. Oh, boy. Well, Alex. I think those are all the words we're going to say tonight. Those are. uh, (laughs) I'm Tom McGrain. And I'm Alex Carter. This has been Let's Let's Ruin ruin Our our Childhood. childhood. Bye. Bye. Just like the ones I used to know Where those streets are Listen and children listen To hear sleigh bells in the snow The snow Then I, I, I am dreaming of a wife Oh, wow.